What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from Laredo in the Castillo Villa. It is I, your pilot on this motherfucking plane, Josh. And today I'm kind of flying by myself. Shout out to Picasso celebrating his uh, oldest's birthday. Little Matt turning six today. And with me today, I got two very special guests, two of my brothers, um, just about quite literally, actually. Yeah. Yes. We have both of them returning guests, by the way. We have uh, sitting across from me, Eric Castillo. What's up? What's up? Eric Castillo in the building. And sitting off to my left, we got the infamous Digital Jeff Castillo. Yeah. I'm happy to be back, man. I'm start- starting to like this, you know? I could be a regular if you want. <laughs> you definitely will be a regular. <laughs> I, I love, the, want you to I be love regular. that you called me, uh, like, you know. Whatever you call me right now. You, what, what did I call you? <laughs> Eric? <laughs> a returning guest. A returning <laughs> guest. Yeah, I love that. The returning guest. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can be on the show every time whenever you need me, man. Just well, whenever you're in town and when you're available. Hey. I'm, I'm on call, bro. I'm on call. I feel, yeah, I feel like after uh, my last uh, journey, um, my trip to Honduras, like coming back, I just felt like so ready to not book anything in my agenda. <laughs> so I'm free <laughs> Fuck yeah That's badass man And uh, before Before we dive into Like the whole Experience that you had At Honduras I kind of want to bring up A couple of things That have been Transpiring Over the past like Week or so Yeah man It's more. been a crazy week It's been a freaking crazy week Yeah if, if any of y'all Have been paying attention Around like media Whether it be like Mainstream or alternative There's like a whole Fucking bunch of crazy things Going on And one of the ones That stands out to me the most Just because The the person involved is like one of the artists that I look most up to, like coming up. I mean, growing up and even now, um, Kanye, man, Kanye West is on some crazy shit. Yeah. How do y- y'all know what's going on with him? Yes. As far as like him wearing the whole make America great again. And like, well, it started off before that, didn't it? Like, yeah, like he, 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 had, I mean, he had like shown interest in like, not I don't know about being aligned with Donald Trump, but definitely mm-hmm. not. He said, first. "I love Donald Trump." Yeah, there you go. That's my boy, and he took a picture, put it on Twitter, wearing the make um, make America great again. Yeah, wearing the hat, Mag- and it was two random white guys. I don't know who. The, do you guys know who the white guys are? Or no, no? they're probably like some like no offense against any white guys, but like they I just don't know who they were. Either. <laughs> it sounds like they robbed him. It looks like <laughs> if you look at the photo, like it's kind of funny. Like there's it's like. They're all taking a selfie, and there's these two white guys like trying to fit in. But you know, Kanye's always like, with whenever he takes a photo, it's like he doesn't smile. And then the two white guys are smiling, and he's wearing the hat. It's like almost like almost forced or something. It right? almost forced. It almost feels like they forced him to wear the hat. And he's just like, like you better wear the hat, fucker. Yeah. We're gonna kill the fuck out of you and your family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it yeah. was on some crazy shit. I won't be honest, man. Like Kanye West for me, he's the like. Just he's like the Michael Jordan of for 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 me he's like the Michael Jordan of basketball. 
but like not for basketball. For rap. For, for rap. For artists. I mean, as an artist, as I, an artist that's yeah. the person for, that for I look music. up to for inspiration. Ever since, uh, ever since he came out, man, he's been one of my inspirations. So it's just, it's just very weird to see what's going on right now because you almost feel like he has an underlying plan, like. And I, I know it's not to sell albums because he doesn't need to do this to sell albums. So it's not because of that. And also, I also have a theory that it's not to sell his shoes. There's something else happening. And uh, I'm sure he's, this is almost like it's, a, it's, a, it's a something re- revolving around art or he's trying to put out a message. For and sure. uh, he might not be doing it the right way, though. I don't know. We'll see. Honestly, man, um, when I saw this shit going down, and all the Twitter posts and all that shit was going on. I I kind of felt like um, like this uh, this experience that he's going through, or this awakening that he's going through. That uh, <laughs> did it happen <laughs> out of like an awakening? You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah de- most definitely. And but but then again, like if you start thinking about it, you start thinking like, wow, maybe this is planned, right? But then again, like if, if you just go by the awakening moment, I was like, okay, that's cool because. He's going against all the social norms. I agree with 99% of the stuff he says. Yeah, me too. But yeah. there's some shit that he says that, you know, offends a lot of people because of the race and all that crap. But, you know, but I think sometimes he does make a lot of good points. Oh, yeah. And, the, and like, the whole love thing, I've, I've felt that because I've, I've been feeling like that for, that's you know. That's what I wanted to, like, or what I felt was, like, the main, like, message, message behind it. And I understand that because it's, like, He's right. Like what the country and like just the landscape that we're in right now, like at least as a society is very, very, very divided, man. Like very either, divided and divided in, in a dumb sense because it, a lot of it is going like to either the left or the right in terms of like politics and stuff like that. Yeah. And that like, I don't know. I, I feel like well, he said we, we had one of the main things that he's blaming on getting backlash, backlash on is that he mentioned that he he kind of worded it wrong wrong at what I believe he I believe he worded it wrong. He said that uh, slavery was a choice, yeah, and that we've been enslaved for the last four hundred years. But I think what he was tr- for me, what he was trying to say, and I'm not trying to defend him just because I'm a Kanye West fan, but I think what he's trying to say is like the we are mentally enslaved yeah. as like we don't sure. have a freedom to decide. Like even like me, like I'm going through this journey of like discovering that there's a better way to not only heal yourself. But a better way to to live, um, for sure. From what you eat to the way you plan your day and all these other things, right? And I'm like, damn, dude! Like, I was literally, a, I told my, I, I was te- just texting with one of my friends, and he was like, he was watching a part of the documentary. I sent him a like rough draft, yeah. And he was like, wow, man, like you're woke, like you're woke, like you're literally like. And I was just talking talking to him about like how I never even saw, um, like even a year ago, I would have never imagined me having this lifestyle that I have today. Uh, so going back to like Kanye, like I I just feel like he's trying to send a, a like awakening a mess call. yeah awakening call and sometimes like you know like when when somebody's got to like uh, talk like let's let's pretend you're in the cafeteria right so what do you got to do to get everybody in the cafeteria to wake up like to listen to your message you yeah. got to get up on the <laughs> tables man you got to yeah. get on this table yeah, you got you gotta, some sort of commotion you got you got to start some type of commotion so my theory is that him wearing that hat is was that commotion like okay let me get the eyes on me first. Let me start 
let me let me get as much attention to me, and then I want to start spreading that message. And he's been talking a lot about love, like yeah. I think to me that message was the one that stuck out the most. Like the love message is like, man, I fucking dig that. I fucking dig that. Like I understand, I understood where he was coming from with all these messages. I was like, shit, that's pretty cool that he's coming with that message. Yeah, and, and um, like on on that same note, like I feel when I saw him wear that, like I was like, okay, what is he? trying to say and when I kind of read into what he was saying and when he posted that message with John Lennon and he's and he's telling him uh, John Legend John Legend yeah, John I was like what the yeah. fuck wait John Lennon oh, John, John, John Legend Le- <coughs> John Legend tweet oh, not tweeting him texted him texted him directly saying like, like dude you're fucking up like yeah and Kanye was like nah <laughs> man fag yeah <laughs> well I mean it's cool I guess it's, I guess it's cool like, yeah like it shows that he, like, he cares about him yeah exactly for yeah. sure but also like you know like Ye is his own person we all are our own people what would you do if, like, I was texting stupid shit? Would you text, like, would you, if I was tweeting, like, stupid shit, what would you, like, would you text me? Like, hey, Jeff, like, what or you, you do, or, bro? Yeah. I don't know. Or you'd be like, hey, like, like Jeff, that's Jeff, like, let him do his thing. I don't know. It depends, because I don't feel like he was being, like, completely absurd. Like, I understood where he was coming from, because, like I was saying, like, I saw what he was trying to do with, like, reaching across the aisle to someone that's completely his opposite and and be like... I love you, and then we can work together. Cause, like, if you if you can't fucking do that, then there's like there's never gonna be any compromise, and it's just gonna be two sides that are continuously warring. Even though both sides want the same thing, which is just they just want to be happy and free. Like, it's just what everyone wants. And I think he was reaching for that, and yeah, that's that's what I automatically I, took yeah. from his fucking message, dude. Like, I don't know, like wow. I don't know why it was so think, hard for people to understand that. Sense it's because yeah, in it in this society, man, I think we're just brainwashed to feel a certain way about a lot of people or about people's feelings. That we don't let you know love be a first because we don't we don't teach that you know like a lot of people don't teach that so yeah well, I think uh, people a lot of people understand under, understand that like you know what fuck you're trying to go against my norms like you know what no no that's not the way it is you know yeah, like, you're not like, ready for I'm that. right yeah yeah, yeah. The, the ego takes over so one of the things that I like we grew up with especially <clears> like um, and that I've noticed that a lot of people don't grow up with this is like you know when your parents tell you I love you. Like, yeah. for me, that was normal. For us, it was normal, I believe. Yeah. Like, and yeah, then yeah. we would always tell each other, I love you, like, to our brothers no, we, we and cousins. Do. And yeah. we still do. Yeah, for sure. But, like, I would say it, and the, the older I grew and the more I got to see other, like, friends and people and, like, different cultures, like, that's not a, that's not a common it's thing. Not it's not normal. normal. Thing. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that I picked up when I first got married with Susie was that she told me that her parents never expressed that type of, like connection or connection like, like it was very like connection. there was like a like there was like a like barrier. a barrier a barrier i don't know yeah, what yeah. is that is that called machismo, machismo? It, I mean, it, it expresses it's part itself. of the culture man. yeah it expresses yeah. itself like that in part, some parts of our culture is is, is like like that. machismo like and you yeah. don't express yourself even if you love that person you never tell him right you, you're, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of like showing too much you know like yeah yeah should i really show that much and people yeah. some people are not comfortable with that yeah and like, for me like being out there i'm the type of person that like if i vibe with you like dude I mean, even though I don't, I, I still express how I feel. And um, I felt very com- I've always felt very comfortable with saying, telling people I love you. Like, yeah, like when, it, when it's genuine that, and yeah. shit, yeah. That's and the message that Kanye is trying to spread right now. That's the, that's the underlying message between that's everything. The one, yeah. But like a lot of people are looking at it through like the lens of like, oh, I'm this or like I, I identify as this, therefore yeah, I'm this a Democrat. So not, or not yeah. even just that, like to on a f- personal level, like, oh, I identify as like black or I identify as white. I identify as like Mexican. It's like, 
at the end of the fucking day, like we're a human race. Exactly. Like we all live on the fucking same one planet, and we're all the same fucking thing, humans, right? Mm-hmm. So like, and I and I see like that kind of that message kind of transcends all of those barriers, but a lot of people don't know how to break through them, and they, they like that portion of their identity is like their whole life. Like I'm this. Or man. I'm that. So, like, seeing something ego, so, man. yeah, like, or or not even that. It's just, or, yeah, I guess so. But, like, the ability for them to not be able to see that it's that is, like, yes, also yes, falls saying. into like, it. Like, yeah. and, um, fuck, I forgot where I was going this. Well, it just, it just uh, <laughs> look, just. Uh, but, yeah. That it's just amazing to see, like, the fact that literally everybody from CNN all the way down to, like, TMZ to. Us, breakfast club the breakfast us, club like, you know aliens on the border random, we're yeah. all talking about Kanye West so he's a genius at whatever he's doing for sure um, he's taking a lot of heat for it I think he understands that I yeah, think he, he understands that he, he un- comes on not a negative yeah negative turns to positive yeah, yeah so um, it's just amazing to see what's gonna happen what's happening and what's gonna happen did y'all see did y'all see the interview with Charlemagne I haven't I seen all of it no. I caught the, the the tail end of it Oh shit, that's crazy! I caught the tail end of it uh, with you. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Possum in the tree. <laughs> There's guys. a possum in the background. Uh, that's pretty gross, though. Yeah, right I actually saw like walking. I up saw there. it too. I was yeah. telling you guys, but I thought yeah. they, I thought they'd been run out since they cleared out like the backwoods and shit. But yeah. uh, no, I, I I managed to catch aliens on the border <laughs> for real. Right? <laughs> I managed to catch the tail end of the of the interview when we were there at your house, and yeah. I saw. A portion of the beginning of it, so I'm still missing like a giant chunk to actually. Yeah, like, sit it's about two hours watch. long. You yeah, gotta really just about. pay attention. I, I like that he did that though. Was that a recent interview? It's it just happened about a month ago. Yeah. Okay. But he it released was during it the like because he's yeah. he's doing the he's tweets. He's been there like so many times. That's why. But this is a recent one of the most recent interviews. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like super recent, and they're on his fucking. No, this is a different. This is a different one. Uh, like it's, it. it's not at the Breakfast Club. It's like, like in one, one house in one of his houses, and it's like without a microphone, just like somebody's recording them. Or what? it's a, uh, it's, it's like it kind of looks like a Leaders Create Leaders episode. Okay, cool, cool. And yeah, it's dope. It's yeah, really yeah. dope. I like, I like. I'm not trying to say. <laughs> I it's it's very no, well yeah, produced. That, that, yeah, that, that style <laughs> of like. Yeah, but I thought it was crazy that he went to TMZ. God damn like, it, straight dude. up. Yeah, we got uh, we got disturbance call. <laughs> We got it. You can probably awesome. just cut this part, no? Should we just? Nah, it's fine. Nah. Whatever. People won't care. All right, cool. They like the rawness of Shout it. Shout out to Demi and Ramdas. They bring your have dog dogs to work today. <laughs> and Ramdas, like he, the dogs are always barking. And, yeah, Ramdas. Yeah. Mark is like, oh my god, the dogs yeah. are barking again. <laughs> by the way, if you guys want to listen to a great podcast, uh, what's the name of the podcast? Eric, be here now. Be here now by Ramdas and uh, Ragu Marcus. Yeah, shout out to yeah that got shout me out. that got me going. Yeah, be here now, man. Podcast. Check it out, guys. Shout out to the official pet or mascot of Agents <laughs> on the Border, Demi. Yeah, Demi. You guys the on my Instagram. She's barking at the possum that was in the background. So, yeah, that's that. But also, going back to uh, the, the whole interview, like, I, I saw, I, I got what you were saying, like, that it's, like, badass produced, and it's, like, they start off in the house, and then they, they go, go out, right? Like, they go They outside. go out to his, um, they like, go from the house, they go to his uh, fashion, like, sh- like uh, setup or studio, I guess, yeah. where he designs and picks his colors, and I don't know, I don't know what exactly how he designed clothes, but, and then they interview him, like, what was the, what, what stood out for you during the whole interview? Like, what's, like, one or two I, I still haven't seen the whole thing yet, so what, yeah. what did stand out for me that I, from the shit that I got to see, which was more so when we saw, like, the ending of it, was him saying, like, but I mean, I've always gotten this from him because on our previous interviews that I've seen, I was like, "Yeah, you, you, I know, I get what you're saying." 
but um, was when he was talking about that he, he was trying to be like a real estate, trying to get into the real estate game and be the biggest real estate agent. And how other people look at him like... We building cities. Yeah. Like, oh, that was fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> this guy has like... That's what I he mean, said. Big, big, big ideas, big vision, right? And like, I mean, that, that's what changes the worlds and shit, so... He's building a village. That's yeah. What he, he's building a village in Calabasas. And um, he bought 300 acres. And he's building five houses in the next, like, I don't know, a couple of months. Yeah. And, but, and he's hiring 160 employees, bringing them over. Are they Mexican? Yeah. Uh, they might be Only they want a discount yeah. hey, man. No cause I'm saying Cause I'll go down there And fucking work right? <laughs> Nah but um, That, yes, that What stood out to me From there Was him saying That people always Trying to box him in Is like nah dude Like you're a fucking rapper You're just a rapper make, Just do that Make music dude Like we wanna hear you Just make music and shit And he's referenced that On other like interviews Like probably the first time He was on Breakfast Club And on Sway in the morning And shit And I never felt like He was tripping out too hard Like he might have expressed ideas that were slightly outlandish, but that's just probably because, like, he didn't know exactly how to exp- express them. But I, I got what he was trying to say, like, the whole time is, like, essentially saying, like, I'm, I have, like, creative, I have tre- tremendous creative talent that I can apply to whatever I want to, and yeah. people are out here not letting me do it. Yeah, or and only wanting me to focus on rap, and that's just not me. I'm a fucking artist, not yeah. a rapper. And I think the great message behind that is that the, the reality is that we... we as I'm talking about everybody mm-hmm. has that potential. For sure. But it's most it's more about the people that understand it that whatever like, so like whenever you put your mind to anything, you're gonna be able to like your your mind it, yeah. just because you're a human being, like you have the oppor- you have the you have the power in your hands to, to do be it. able to do it, whatever that is. So once you but once you box yourself, you're you're stuck in that box. And that's what that's why they say like people are you know, people from the radar are close minded and stuff like that. It's not it's not that we're close minded. It's just that like we we're we're like I remember growing up and I and maybe Eric can help me out with this one, but like um what it what was like one of the two or three different like um career paths that everybody spoke about? Like when you graduated from high school. Shit, I didn't even have one. <laughs> <laughs> but like what was like what was the next step after high school? Shit. Was it college? Does it, did everybody yeah, say like, oh, you have to go to college? Yeah, hundred oh, percent. That was honestly at I, least for me. It was at like, least for me, I didn't have like no direction. Yeah. Well, when <laughs> I remember when I was a senior, or junior in high school, like everybody wanted to be a border patrol, a teacher, teacher. yeah, or a, a um a cop, firefighter, firefighter. Shout out twice. I actually applied to the <laughs> firefighter department and the border patrol. True story. Oh, you were bald for a while. Shit. I remember that. Yeah, I so, tried out for both. Yeah, and I almost got hired by customs. So yeah, yeah. So you see, like, we were kind of like already mm-hmm. put in this box and this path, and like, this is what you're gonna do. Like, these are your four options. And for the sure. fifth one was like become a drug dealer. True yeah, a hundred percent, dude. I think that was my only direction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had like and, Tony Montana dreams coming out of this. Oh journey. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but but for yeah. sure. Like, I, yeah. I've, but that's been a thing. That's kind of like kind of the message that he's trying to say, and that's that's the way I see it right now. Is like don't put yourself in the box and don't try to just because I'm a rapper doesn't mean that's all I know how to do, or just because I'm a, uh, a music producer, music like producer. Musician, like. That's why I love what you're doing with the podcast because yeah. whatever you're doing has like no, like if you tell somebody like at where you're, where you're working where you're still working right now you're still working eight, eight to five obviously obviously right yeah yeah, yeah for sure. So if you tell them like that you're doing this they're gonna be like what. What's Legit, those are all the reactions. Not not necessarily like what's That's wrong with so them. That's so out of the like, norm. Who are you? 
the, the reactions I get whenever I, I share it White is just very like, <laughs> very um like, oh cool, let's oh, get back man. to work, and I'm just like, fuck man, like we can, like I I'm I spend like eight hours of my day with all of y'all. Quick, quick, check it out. The possum and the cat are, are getting along. <laughs> oh, if shit. they can get along, we can all get along, man. Yeah. Come on, cat what and do you a guys possum. We look with a possum. We'll have nightmares tonight. And they're chilling out, man. They're friends. Check it out. The cat's kind of backing up. The uh, cat's oh, backing shit. up. He's like, what is this? This is not a dog. It's, it's not, not a, a cat. It's a giant rat. <laughs> like, hey, I love you. You smell like cat. <laughs> and the cat's like, get out of here, mate. All right, yeah. guys. Sorry, sorry, Josh. <laughs> sorry, Josh. What are you saying? It's just that that no, never really that, happens, and I needed to point it out. Um, <laughs> yeah, like whenever I, I like, kind of. I mean, I, I I don't usually like talk about. Oh, I have a fucking podcast or whatever. But like, at first, I brought it up, and like, I took it to like my coworkers because I don't know. I'm weird. Cause I, I I usually just like make friends with whoever, like everyone. Like mm-hmm. I try to like. I don't know. I'm, I just easily like vibe with people. Unless some people just have weird vibes. I'm like, you're fucking weird. I don't like you. <laughs> but you look like a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, not even that. But just in general. Well, well, anyways, like, and at work, I, I'm like, I'm like, I fucking see all these people like eight hours of the day, like five fucking days a week, and I feel like, like I try to extend like friendship and shit, but. A lot of them are just like, nah, bro, like, we're just here to fucking work. Like, we don't give a fuck. And, and not exactly, like, in those terms. They're still nice and they're still cool people. Um, I, I just, like, there's only a couple of them that actually, like, do vibe. And, like, we've actually built, like, a good friendship outside of work. And, like, mm-hmm. they're cool dudes, right? But other than that, I don't know. And, like, like yeah, you were saying, like, I, I bring up the podcast and only a couple of them we're into the idea, and one of them actually wanted to, like, really help me out with doing everything. Yeah. Okay, and nice. everyone else was like, oh, cool. What's that? Like, like what's a podcast? Honestly, <laughs> the, word, the word podcast is not that, you know, old, man. It's pretty new. Yeah, and, yeah it and, really is. And a lot of, I mean, for me, like, a few years ago, I didn't know what the podcast was. Yeah. Like, people talk about podcasts all the time. I was like, what is a podcast? So it does take a while for people to really understand what like, it is. Like, come into the loop and shit. Yeah, and then really be like... Okay, open to it because then when, once you understand what a podcast is, like, oh, the possibilities is for anybody, you know. To yeah. Do it. yeah, and and again, like, uh, not even to just dwell on that, but just yeah, in, in general, like with other people that, uh, like that I know or whatever, like uh, a lot of them weren't or still aren't into listening to podcasts and shit like that. But whatever, there's like a there's a there's a crowd there's a fucking audience out there for for it and dude. Immense. Yeah, so don't put your the main message is like don't put yourself in the box. Like, exactly. Man, like be, I remember when we started the rush. It was like what fifteen years ago now. It was two thousand and two, man. Two thousand two, two thousand three, and here in Laredo, That's, Texas, it's like yeah. what website, 15, dude. I remember Internet? going. I would go to like companies and tell them, hey, we can you know promote you know, promote you here yeah. and like for forty bucks a month, and yeah, it was cheap, and they're like, what. What is this nonsense? What is this? You're high schoolers. You're right out of college. Are you smoking like, weed, sir? Exactly. Yeah. Man. So, and if I you are, sell that shit to me. <laughs> but we, I, I, I mean, it goes to show, man. Like, just you just go with like whatever your intuition is telling you, and just keep doing it because for sure, um, that's really what's gonna get you to where you want to be. Whether it's like it's not, it has nothing to do with money either. It has nothing to do with money. Just yeah, like, like just, you have an intuition to create this podcast, like you do it. You don't. You don't put yourself in the box like, oh, but I'm not, a, I'm not, that's not what I do. Like, you yeah. know, that's not, you know, I didn't, I didn't graduate with that. I used to think like you have to get it. Like, dude, I was, oh man, I can't believe this. I used to actually think that you had to go to college and then graduate with a degree 
let's say your degree was in business and then you, that was the only way you could open the business or like Dude, that's had, the way it was like that mindset was instilled in me we i think we all believe that yeah and then like I if you want oh oh you want to be a politician oh like you got to take um what's that um, political, political science. science oh you gotta be you gotta go into political science like do like donald trump won bro come yeah. on <laughs> he doesn't have a degree yeah <laughs> and like the con man yeah it, donald trump man is he's a trip like the whole president trump by the way Stupid. yeah yeah i guess whatever president <laughs> if you want to be formal man. whatever he's a fucking human being like the rest of us i used to like his show back in the day though I never watched it. I, I actually was, haven't never watched an episode. Dude, I used to love that. Same shit. here, man. There's I was a, not a fan like, of reality TV. There's a documentary on Netflix um, called uh, Con Man. Con Man, yeah. yeah. Have you guys seen it? No, no seen you it. were telling me about it earlier. Yeah, man, Con Man. Con, dude, you gotta watch it, man, because you you can really put put a finger on why the real reason why he won the election, aside the fact that he you know he knows how to create attention. Kanye. Yeah, like Kanye. That's why Kanye. That's why Kanye has a great chance of winning, becoming our next president. Man, it has nothing. Has nothing to do with like what you actually know about how to run a country. It's more about. It's a popularity contest. It's a popularity contest, man. Like think about it. Like when we were high school, like not the smartest kid won most popular. Like the kid that should be president. Was not the president. True. Yeah, the 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 person that that could get most votes. uh, Yeah, the coolest parties. For real. So, anyways, if you watch Con Man, it talks about how. That show, which I never watched, what was the name of the show? The 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 Apprentice. The Apprentice. The Apprentice, right? Yeah. The Apprentice. Defiant. All those kids that were in love with that show are now twenty two, twenty three years old. No, they're older. 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 That show was like when I, mean, I, I was know. younger. They they talk about it in the documentary, so they oh, yeah. they actually show the, the age. I don't oh, know okay. what the age that is because I was I was in my twenties when I okay, started watching so. that show. I'm like my f- Gonna be forty, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So they're they're at the age where they're more responsible. Those and they're vo- they're the people that are voting now. So if you love that show, you know it's easier it to vote you. for. It's easier to vote for him than to like like Hillary. Like who, what? It's kind of like like he put so much trash on Hillary that she had, she had no chance of winning. Not even just that, but like man, Hillary Clinton, bro. I feel like she's straight up like an evil person. No lie. This is what I feel based on like just. I don't know much about her. So to be much, honest, man. To be honest, man. So much murky so shit much. that lies around her. Like, I do have a theory that if somebody's always smiling, there's probably something going on. Bro, she's like, always dude. smiling, dude. I'm always smiling Just too. The, the, <laughs> the part that like Genuinely really though. fucking tripped me out, like this past election, was that it, like for some reason it just fizzled out. Was the whole thing with like the head of the DNC, the Democratic National Convention. Mm-hmm. Like when okay, remember when those when WikiLeaks leaked those emails like from Hillary and all this other shit? Yeah. Okay, so in those emails they found like evidence that the the head of the DNC, Debbie Sh- something Schultz or some shit like that, mm-hmm. uh like they're a hundred percent like colluding with Hillary for her to get the nomination. And wow. like it happened and she ended up losing. And like yeah. like maybe Donald Trump was part of that. She's like, if I can run against Hillary, I can beat her. Yeah, like it's you crazy. I mean? like, <laughs> like the whole thing Double was set up for the whole thing was set up for Hillary to win, dude. Like literally, like everyone thought that everyone in the game, like in the political sphere and shit, thought that she was gonna win. But like, mm. nah, bro, <laughs> fucking Trump it just pulled popular. it out of yeah. Like he, he, yeah, man, we're in a weird time. The, the, exactly. Like I, I don't know weird. how. Like okay, so it kind of ties into what I want to talk about when when I told y'all earlier about QAnon. Yeah, with how. 
Okay, so QAnon for everyone listening, I think I brought it up on a couple of other episodes too. But um, QAnon is this anonymous person that has been going up on message boards like 4chan and other places. Reddit. I think so. Also, Reddit, right? not sure. Yeah. I, I I'm more familiar with him being on 4chan. I never really fuck with Reddit. How do you too spell much. that again? Four, like the number four, uh-huh. and then Chan. Okay. Dot org. Dot org. Got it. I'll, I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah, when you go there, you're gonna see like a bunch of pende high media. Just so you pre prepared. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's like a kind of like a spam. I don't. I don't like those board. websites because they're like to me it's overwhelming information. Like, fuck. Yeah. back in, they used to be really really legit, like, man. It looks like a Craigslist. Some. Mm, it's slightly it's more like a 19, 19, there's, there's early 90s website. A lot of porn, fucking uh, like advertisements links. and shit. Like, <laughs> oh, also man, links and shit. Right, I want to stay away from. I'll, I'll just go by what you tell, tell me. Yes. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, well, anyway, so this person uh, or people, I don't know, Q goes by the name of QAnon and posts randomly on these message boards, uh, like what he calls like breadcrumbs to, because he doesn't give you like this is what's going on, but he'll give you like. A bunch of clues. Yeah, like look into this, or like why did this person like do this, or wow. like who paid for this thing, like stuff like that. And he then goes, like yeah, he goes like to you like c- you be able to connect the dots, and you're like, oh shit, like something crazy is going on. Like yeah, and so that's what's been going on. And he's kind of just dropping like breadcrumbs for you to do your own research about like what's really going on in the political yeah. scene. What happened with the uh, North and South Korea, man? Like. Just the fact that there's no more war between them two. That's is, fucking crazy, dude. I don't that's know. Crazy. I, was, I, I was think, saying, like, we're, we're in a weird time. I think like, Donald Trump went over there and was like, man, you ain't got no nukes. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got no nukes. Just give nuke, up. Bro. Give up the fight. He's like, okay, man. CIA, sup. That's yeah. what I saw right here. That's what's going on. CIA, what, yeah. I, what I found crazy, <laughs> like, everybody kind of hates, like, North Korea. But, like, if you, if, you really, all, if you really look back, like, we're the bad ones here, man. Dude, yeah, and it's all 100%. brainwashed. 100%. It's like we've been brainwashed to hate them, you know? Like, I I never had I read an article yesterday, not yesterday, sorry, um, probably a few weeks ago, and it was it was on the whole North and North Korea and why they what's the real uh, reason why they're why poor they, and all that shit why they why they're poor and why they hate us so much is because we literally like wiped out like over twenty percent of the population, dude. We firebombed the shit out of a couple of their yeah. things. Yeah, like twenty. Imagine twenty percent of the, of America like just wiped out. We would it's we would be number. like. We would be pissed at whoever did that for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Like, so damn, they're just it's just crazy because that that's that's, 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 that's so hidden for like, the most part. That's hidden. That's like hidden information. Like it, it's like, not, it's it's not, not hidden. hidden. It's just not promoted. It's or not it's not promoted. like it's not in the narrative. It's not in the narrative. In, of, in the mainstream media and shit. Like because they're they're always trying to program us to feel a certain way about certain things. Yeah, and that way they control us. Like, for sure. For the for the most population, like. Most of the population feels a certain way about certain topics. Yeah. Dude, the, it's all brainwashing. One of the yeah. days when I realized that, oh shit, the, it, the brainwashing has gotten down to the people in my generation, uh, I was back to Tamu. So it was maybe like two or three years ago, maybe like two. I had met this guy that, uh, I was a political science major at the, at the time. So, like, I'm hanging around these people that are obviously, like, interested in politics and all that sort of shit, right? Trying to be politicians. <laughs> uh, perhaps. You chose the wrong major. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it's for, man. <laughs> and so, anyways, this one dude comes up to me. He try- keeps trying to recruit me for, like, young Democrats, like, Latino Democrats, all this other shit. And I'm like, nah, man, I don't subscribe to any, like, political party. Like, it's not my thing. Yeah. And I was like, come on, man, you got to use your power to vote and all this other shit. I'm like, nah, bro, like, my voice is being apolitical. That's Those are my beliefs. And so, whatever, one time, there was this very, like, uh, 
very famous video that was on Redacted Tonight, which is a, a YouTube, like, kind of new, alternative news thing. Yeah. And um, it's, uh, the host is Lee Camp. It's actually, like, pretty interesting. He's very liberal, I would say. So it's a, it might present a little bit of a bias, but he does give you, like, straight facts. Like, mm-hmm. this is what's going on. And then he'll, like, kind of like the, like, John Stewart on The Daily Show or whatever, mm-hmm. something like that. Like, he would still, like, put his comedic twist on it and it was definitely like a little bit more liberal but he was just speaking truth like 100% I agree with like a lot of the shit that they would say anyways so I brought up the video and I was like yo have y'all seen this shit and he happened to be around and he was like damn that's from Redacted Tonight dude you shouldn't even watch that shit like you see that thing right there because they have like the little logo for like the RT like on the bottom or whatever RT bro it might as well be Russia tonight like wow. and I was like what <laughs> like what do you mean and, and, like, now I found out, I guess it kind of made sense now because apparently he is funded by, like, people in Russia and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, like, the content that's put across on that channel is definitely, like, like, I mean, yeah, like, this guy's speaking facts. Like, he's talking about, like, why the fuck are we so outraged at, like, all these mass shootings and shit like that when we're fucking destroying, like, innocent people with fucking Elsewhere. drones just, like... Yeah, no fucking man. fucks given no one keeps us in check like and i was yeah. like yeah 100 percent. that's true why don't we talk about that but like but anyways i just wanted to say that like i felt like at that exact moment i, I looked at him and i was like bro like who the fuck talks like this russia tonight like russia what the fuck why are you talking about russia dude yeah. like <laughs> and he was so ingrained into like oh democrats this democrats that like and i'm like well, what about like both parties just being part of like the same corporate government like is nothing getting done regardless what side of the aisle you're looking at but like, yeah I, I think the system is just made to divide man divide everybody you know yeah for sure everybody starts their own groups their own beliefs like you run for this party you run for this party and at the end of the day you're never together it's never one it's never gonna be one unless there's a fucking awakening like what's going on right now yeah, so we are. Surely. I mean, I, I think that's going back to Kanye. I, mean, yeah. I want to go back to Kanye again, guys. Go back to Kanye. Yeah. It doesn't matter, whatever. <laughs> no, but I think this that's kind of like the. I mean, I would love to see that kind of happen where he kind of starts an awakening and people start realizing that you don't have to be like, uh, you don't have to be a Democrat, you don't have to be a Republican, you just have to care, you just have to love and, you know, start really talking about what's really happening in this world and how we can actually create real solutions man because it, it i mean it, it kind of sucks the way um he spoke about obama because i love obama as well um he said something like obama was eight years in office and chicago was worse now than it was eight years ago like he never did anything for chicago his own city true and um it kind of sucks because it just you know it, 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 you it kind of just like hearing that about obama like that's true man like mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy didn't do shit but um, at yeah, the end of the day, like, know. why wasn't it ever brought up, you know? I mean, I don't, I don't know how I feel about Obama anymore. I mean, at the time, when he first got elected back in 2008, I think I was a sophomore in high school. Maybe, a f- like, the ending of my freshman year. No, 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 definitely the first semester of my sophomore year is when that happened. And I remember, like, it was a fucking monumental, like, it historical was, moment. Some people were tripping out, like, yeah, it's the it fucking was. end of the world. Like, yeah. other people were like, fuck yeah, like, finally... But I remember in, in my mind, I truly felt like, oh shit, like shit might be different. And it no, it wasn't. Yeah. It was just like more of the same shit. Like no, it one got of worse. the it really got worse, especially for like people here in the border. Like I know I lost my business when Obama came into office because sure. he signed a he signed a um, he signed a bill which allowed 
all the car companies, Chrysler and Ford and all these, to, to be able to go bankrupt without having to pay back. Oh, yeah, yeah, And my business was in, like, I, I, I depended on that money that was owed to me. And I had to close out my business because of that bill. And yeah. then talking about me, like, like, struggling just to, like, make ends meet. For sure. And finally, I have a little bit of success. And, and then, then here comes boom. Obama in, like, 2009, 2008, 2009, like, boom. Shut down your business like that. Those forty, fifty thousand dollars that are owed to you, they no longer have to pay you. Yeah, yeah, and that's a true story, man. It was a bailout. So, but, um, yeah, man, just like this is a band aid to the overall problem. Like, not you know what's crazy though? Like, and this is is this kind of like a Laredo story here? Um, Cool. So, so there's this uh, pastor here from Laredo. Uh, I think the I forgot the name of the pastor, but. He his church is uh, Iglesia de Misericordia. Okay, yeah. And um, it's one of the biggest church. Is that that one that's like on the opposite side of Alexander? Yeah, okay. Alexander High School. Yeah. And uh, he was actually part of the spiritual board for Obama. He would go to Washington D.C. once a month uh, as a spiritual advisor. That's uh, trippy. That's yeah, kind of trippy, right? Crazy. Yeah, I found out this through because so I was he's probably Illuminati. Yeah, he's probably Illuminati. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, no, like a story like that. Yeah, let's, yeah. No, but they're 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 both gay. Nah, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> nah. So ask QAnon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's let's uh, let's start a conspiracy here. <laughs> right. It's not, dude. It's not, that's not a conspiracy. We'd be starting, bro. That's that's already a conspiracy. Oh well, I don't want to be part of. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to. So, no, not playing not, around here. Not, not necessarily the pastor, but, but like Obama, Obama being gay. Oh, that's, go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Not only that, dude. Like. Oh, well, let me finish. Let me finish it off, and then I'll tell you about done the QAnon shit. This is this is the end, the end to that story. So, when Obama went in office, like a year later, um, the the pastor was with him, and Obama had all his white hairs. Now he went from having like all black head to like white hairs everywhere, and Obama told him that he didn't think it was this bad, and that just these shoes fit him way too big. It, he wasn't the man for the job, but he was already in office, so it was like no way of going back. Just finish, uh, just that's started. crazy. That motherfucker yeah. did two terms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he felt that way. Motherfucker shouldn't run twice. What the fuck? It's uh, yeah, man. I guess, I guess it's like it's, I don't know. Like I don't know. Yeah. The, Why don't people just do one term? Like like if Obama like knew it was a bad, you know, like okay, man, I, I, get I can't. Out. Yeah, get out. Why do they? I do? don't know. There's the powers that be are the ones that control. Bro. Who was the last one that did one term? Do you guys know that? Uh, hasn't been anybody near in, in, in our lifetime. Oh, definitely not in our lifetime. But no. I think Nixon. What about JFK? No, he oh, yeah, got assassinated. JFK, yeah, but he just did one, one term. On his right? first term, he got Shit, assassinated. I yeah, dude, I've heard some crazy stories about JFK. Like that he was a fucking womanizer. And oh yeah, that's not, that's not that's not stories, bro. That's, that's a true facts. story, bro. That's, that's facts. facts yeah. yeah. Well, I got a story he, he about JFK. Up with, uh, JFK Jr. Marilyn no. Monroe. Did you hear about JFK Jr. How they? Supposedly they killed him off, and then that's how, that's how Hillary rose to power. No, I haven't heard that one. Wait, what? But I have a Laredo story of JFK, though. What? This is an awesome fucking story. Let me hear it. So I used to, I used to do a, I was doing a campaign for Gene Belmares back in, um, oh, I remember this. Oh, probably like 2010, something like that, when he was running for mayor. And I was chilling with, with Gene one day, and we started just talking, like, you know, just talking stories about the history of the U.S. and I don't know, like he was like way smarter than I had. I, I could only like talk to him for like, I understood like 10% of what he was saying because that guy's really smart. Yeah. But anyways, one of his stories that he told me because he used to run, he used to be the marketing director for La Posada. Okay. 
La Posada Hotel. That's so, how you met everybody down there. Yeah, that's how you met like literally everybody that, that would come to Rado. But anyways, there's a story of of La Posada because they remodeled they remodeled La Posada like maybe about 10, 15 years ago. I don't know. It could be off. It could be it could be twenty years or thirty years. But anyways, during this time, um, there was a uh, room that they were completely completely cleaning out like they were taking out the carpets they were taking out the beds Man. they were taking out everything who they kill in there no no check it out <laughs> this is a crazy story bro like this this story like I don't even know why I haven't shared it with anybody but I don't think uh, we are supposed to yeah maybe well there we go it's, <laughs> it's on the border <laughs> and no, by the way those sorry. that don't know breaking about Laredo news. breaking news La Posada Hotel is right on the border literally of, like it's like a block away from the bridge and and, where you cross to Mexico. Yeah, and like it's overlooking the river, right? And like some of the rooms you can... And it's like one of the most prestigious hotels. Hotels. hotels Everybody stays there. All the, all the stars stay yeah. there. Real this, though, yeah. I've never been there. Me either. <laughs> yeah, I've stayed a few times. You're prestigious. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little prestigious. <laughs> Prestige worldwide. Wide, yeah, it's wide, mostly... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Keep all right. Keep so, on. Okay, Tell right, us the juicy sorry, shit. Sorry, Tell sorry, the so juicy this story. is the juicy part, guys. So, juicy. Uh, they're cleaning this... They're remodeling La Posada. And this is a few years ago. And and they're remodeling this room. And they're, they're stripping out the whole room. And all of a sudden, they find a rifle. The same rifle. Not I'm not, not saying, I'm saying the exact Lee same Harvey. rifle. But like the same make? The same make model, and model yeah. of the rifle that they or was used to assassinate JFK. That's Lee trippy. fucking Harvey. Yeah. Oswald. So the story is that they went back on the records of who stayed in that room. Gene Velvet. <laughs> no, Gene is telling me this story, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. <laughs> the real killer, Gene no, the real killer. Know, right? <laughs> no, but because Gene, like, obviously wasn't working back back when JFK All right, I know. was assassinated. Right? But <laughs> yeah, I don't want to start any conspiracies right. here with Gene. <laughs> yeah, but um, so they go back to the records and they see that there was an undef- un- unnamed person that stayed in that night. There's the night that JFK um, passed was, away. Yeah, okay, was assassinated. They closed down the border here in, in Laredo. Like they shut down oh, the shit, border. That's crazy. Wow. Right? So we have a president, right? So I guess. And what year was that? Nineteen sixty-three. Yes. I don't know. I want to say yes. Honest. I want to yeah. say it was sixty-three because sixty-five was like the civil rights. I don't know why I thought it was the seventies, but uh, whatever. So, mm-hmm. so anyways, um, they close down the borders and they look. They go back to the records of who stayed in that room during when JFK was assassinated, right? And there was there was a a note, a message from the security guards and the manager on um, the, the manager running the, the hotel that night yeah, yeah. of putting up a man that night that was trying to kill himself. They found a man in the stairway at La Posada Hotel and they, um, that was drunk with a revolver in between his legs. Right? So they put him up, they put up the man, they, they kind of saved the man pretty much. Yeah. They put him, they put up the man in this in, the, uh, in, that room. in that same room where they found the gun, the rifle, and then they um, they never saw the man again. Holy fuck, that's trippy. So that's the story, and I could be off a little bit with the story, but mm-hmm. that's like the the, gist the of ninety percent per, of the story is like what I got from Gene. Yeah, and um, I just remember the fact that he told me that they found the man in the in the, like in the stairs. You know how there's like stairs um, in between the rooms. We don't know because we've never been there. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, just like the, the general layout of any hotel. Yeah, right? general layout of any hotel. They found they found a man drunk, uh, with the revolver in, in between his legs, yeah. and then they 
they pretty much saved the man from killing him. Well, they never knew what he was going to do with the gun or whatever, but they got the, got the man, they carried him to a room, and they let him sleep there. And then that same room was where they found the gun, like, you know, 30, 40 years later. So the why did they clean it out? That room is it's just remodeled. They were clean, remodeled yeah, they, rem, they remodeled. Oh, the so room. they found the gun. It was there, stashed somewhere. Yeah, it was there. Yeah, I guess people would go there and see it. Like, ah, it's just part of the decoration, you know. Yeah. No, it was it was stashed like in between, like the, the bed or something like that, mattresses or something like that. I don't know, or something. That's wild. That is fucking. Yeah, wild, maybe we should get maybe we should get Gene on the Gene uh, Bill. Where is that guy? Is he still around? Yeah, I think he's doing uh, marketing now for Liquid Studio Group. G. Yeah. Bill is coming yeah. soon. Yeah, if I mean, if if I can make that happen, I'll make it happen. Yeah, but that's a crazy story. I, I forgot about that one. That, that is a fucking crazy that's wild, story. dude. Because definitely, one hundred percent. Like, <laughs> dude, the weird the weird part is the last time I stayed at La Posada, <clears throat> I literally spent the whole night on Google, like trying researching to, that story, researching that story, because it was like, oh shit, I'm here. Did you find anything? Oh man, I went down the rabbit hole, and uh, you ended I up did, with. I ended up like reading. Oh, that's that's why I remember that JFK was like a womanizer. A womanizer, because that's <laughs> you just saw a bunch oh, okay. of womanizer bunch stories. Of, yeah, was womanizer stories. This guy hooked up with Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn yeah, Monroe. So mostly he he needed to so like this based on what I read that day. Like he needed to have sex every single day. If not, he would get headaches. <laughs> he needed a detox. <laughs> he needed some ayahuasca. He Daily needed a detox. Bust. The detox diet by the JFK. Detox diet. A, the, yeah, the new book out. Like, gotta have sex every day. That's <laughs> It's not a bad way to detox, man. No, but 100% he was like, oh, I don't know. But in my book, 100% he was definitely killed off by like, not Lee Harvey Oswald, but perhaps by the government, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Our own okay. government, you mean? Yeah. The, wow. the U.S. government. In collusion that's with hard to believe, probably man. the mob and... You think so, bro? I don't think that's that hard. I don't think it's that hard to believe, considering they've lied to take us to war. Yeah. Okay. So I'll rephrase that. It's not hard to believe. It's hard to accept. It's hard to accept. Yeah. Okay. Because, that like, dude, sense. like, if you don't want somebody as a president, man, like, you know, kill follow him. follow the rules and get him out. And like, let's say people don't want Trump. Like, don't kill the guy, man. But like, like don't kill Trump. Please, like, if you're out there, if Trump to dies, Trump. bro, that'd be crazy. Also, yeah. I remember back in the day in my history class. I want to say this was middle school, perhaps seventh grade. We were reading into uh, Abraham Lincoln and all this other mm-hmm. shit, right? And um, so get this, dude. This is fucking crazy. I don't know. You can Perhaps you can verify this, listeners, over the internet. and Or maybe I'm, my teacher made this up and lied to me and told me a badass story. But this story I do remember involves um, an old... I don't fuck. I want to say that it was Abraham Lincoln was the first one. But because... Like, we took, or not we, but, like, the government then took the lands of, like, the Native Americans or whatever. One of the Native American chiefs cursed the the presidency and, wow. like, did some shit to say that, like, oh, fuck. Probably I pretty much cursed them. Cursed them, but, like, in a specific way so that every so many years that president would die and there would be four presidents that would die. And from Abraham Lincoln all the way to JFK was the fourth one. There was regular timetable in between each death, and JFK was the fourth one, and then it stopped. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. That's fu- I mean, fuck. That was wow, a man. shitty way to tell the badass story that I was told. But <laughs> but um, uh, if y'all want to look that up, I'm pretty sure yeah, you can man. find it on that's a, Unless it's fake. If it's fake, then fuck my seventh grade teacher for telling me that story. <laughs> it's crazy. But well, dude, yeah. Well, you know who, who who's um, kind of like... Um, 
or should be a little bit afraid of his life right now is Kanye West because they show he, he got threatened by the Crips, I think. Y'all see that? No, man, that's I crazy. Fuck, that's stupid. Uh, Snoop Dogg's cousin, I forget his name. He came out on he came out on Instagram. He has a huge following. Crazy. That's fucking he's retarded. A, he's a crib. Or, I hope somebody kills him. What's the other nah, gang? Nobody kills him. The cribs and the what? Bloods. The blood. The cribs and the bloods, right? And he's like, all cribs, like, y'all see Kanye, y'all beat him up. Y'all beat him up. And maybe he he didn't say exactly like that. You know what's crazy? That was a threat. threat, Everybody's getting all, like, hysterical and, like, violent over him trying to be peaceful. (laughs) That's crazy. That's fucking ridiculous, right? Like, that's the irony of it. Like, "Ah, I'm outraged. He's saying saying some crazy shit. Like, yeah, but I think the more of the message was love, right? But then some of the crazy messages in between... That got people ticked off and they just taken out of like craziness. But, There's yeah. that that video on Facebook going around where he's like, slavery is a choice and all this other shit. And then they show the guy in the background that gets beat out as fuck. Oh, the TMZ everyone. Oh, yeah. man, that was and badass, boy, dude. They, show, they only show that. And then there, I found another video that shows what the happens afterwards. Version. Where he goes up to them and he's like, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry all this other shit. Yeah, I'm sorry, I hurt you. They like talk it out and but shit. But you know what's cool? Like, oh, this like, is why I have a theory. This is why I have a theory that he has something going. Like, Kanye has an underlying message that we're not catching on to because uh, he told him like you'll understand he told him something like I apologize I'm sorry I hurt you you're gonna understand me like you're gonna you're gonna understand what I'm trying to like say or trying or to do. do yeah and um, I think I was like oh I caught on to that so like oh there's something going on here because they, they weren't like recorded directly right they were like Far away when they were saying that. Yeah, shit. but they were all. It seems like TMZ is fully mic'd up. Like everybody's mic'd up, right? Dude. Definitely sound like it. Maybe they had a boon somewhere. Yeah. No, TMZ is like, they're like fucking always searching up on everybody. I wouldn't be surprised everybody. if they rehearsed that for like ten times. That guy sounded so like. Honestly, that guy was his name Van or Vanzi or. <laughs> like I want a Vanzi. Yeah, Vanzi. It was something with Van, but that he he was so well articulated. He articulated his words so well, like. Man, you fucking practiced that like a hundred hey, times. But how did just he show up like out of the random? Or, no, he's or part he, of like the production crew of. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm talking about Kanye. Yeah, I don't know. No, well, no, no. Well, he was, they, um, he he was had, on the Breakfast Club, right? Yeah. So he's good friends with the, the head of TMZ. Yeah, yeah. But like, and I'm, they, I'm saying, was he supposed to be there like that day, or he just showed up like, man, no, talking about me, I'm gonna fucking go there and like, no, he said talk that to him in person in person, you know, like he, he said, was giving an interview. He he gave them, yeah. He, they had breakfast together. And then he's like, "All right, I'll do the interview with you." So he's like, "Let's. I'm gonna show up later on today, and I'm gonna take Candace Owens with me." And Candace Owens is known to like. He, she's not liked by black people. Who fucks mm. Candace Owens? Yeah, look, I don't I really don't know. know her full backstory. I'm, you know, I haven't had the time right, to look. I'll, into I'll her. look into that later. Whatever. But like, she's pretty much, you know, one of those that believes that, you know, like don't use slavery as a an excuse. As an excuse, don't use like, like we're past that. We're like. Today, as of right now, you're not a slave. So don't use slavery yeah, anymore. So use so, yeah, so yeah, but it's hard to talk about that. It's hard to talk about that because yeah. like, it has like so slave. much of like a heavy connotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Like it's it's gonna yeah, take for sure. it's gonna take more like I don't know how many more generations for Probably, us to like Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're in the right direction though. Like people I are mean, starting fuck, to- I hope so. You know what I was watching the other day to completely take a left turn? That left was fucking turn. trippy as fuck. Uh, that show docu docu series called Dope on Netflix. I haven't seen it. It's fucking crazy. It's it's. I feel like it's fucking fake or staged because let me tell you the premise of it. There's either two camera crews or one camera crew that ride with 
Um, the bad guys. Yes, and another one that rides with, with the, the cops. Guys. And then they show both sides of the story. That's bullshit. But the cops, hundred <laughs> percent, right? That's 100%. dope. That's fucking dope. That's some dope. But shit. like, what the fuck? Like, they're playing cops and robbers. They're, they're, just, they're playing modern day cops and robbers, bro. Dude, it's, <laughs> I was like, this show's badass. But hey, uh, Jeff, you're gonna be the cop. Jo- Josh I'll be was the drug dealer. Josh was hooked for like two fucking seasons. <laughs> I was hooked for like two episodes. He watched, it, he watched it and I go. I was hooked for two episodes until me, like June was there and I was like, June, is it me or is this fucking stage, bro? Like, there's no watch. Watch it. It was so fucking ridiculous to the point where like two nights later, there's a camera, like a camera crew or a cameraman in the car with like a kingpin drug dealer, right? And this guy's driving around what like was his name MC Snoop. Like his name was M- MC Gusto. I forgot. But it was like some big dude, like some big time dude in Baltimore that runs like the heroin scene or whatever, like wow. in a certain area, right? Nah, it's gotta you be don't want to mess with that guy. It's got to be true. No, bro. let me tell you how fucking crazy it is that it's <laughs> fake. That looks fake. Okay, so, so they're, it they're, is fake. Uh, I don't know. It, it looks like it is. It was fake, but Stays I still kept watching. Stays as fuck, at least. Was it like so, WWE or something like that? No, no, no. It was like Netflix docuseries. Yeah, but like, does, did it feel like WWE? Like, you know, it's fake. You know, they're gonna. No, write. it felt like <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, this has I'm to be like some shit right now, man. It has to be like scripted at the very least. It felt like a scripted reality show almost. Wow. But that's like, maybe a let new, me tell you yeah. this: what, what what made me see through that, or like feel at least that it's fake. Um, so the dude, like that heroin boss dude or whatever, he's like <laughs> riding around, goes and connects his heroin, and he's driving back. And then, like, they're showing all of that happen, right? And then the the camera person or crew that is with the cops, they're, like, showing the cops, like, gearing up, like, we're going to go get this guy or whatever. Like, I love And that. in your mind, you're like, a la verga, they're going to go get the guy that's just connected? Like, that's crazy. But, no, like, they're going to go get some other guy that they're, like, he's right there in the, in the gas station whatever. So they go in and try to box him in, and, like, the guy ends up getting away. And as all that is happening, the guy with all the fucking heroin is, like, at the stoplight across the street from them, like... Yeah, you got to watch out. Like, this is crazy out here. I don't know what. And, like, this motherfucker out here riding around with, like, a mask up, like, over his nose so that you won't see who he is, right? And, like, sunglasses and shit with, like, no tint. And I'm like, dude, like, cops are going to fucking see you wearing that. I would stop a person wearing some shit like that. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> hey, that guy over there, there's a camera in his car, and he's, like, hiding his face. That looks suspicious as fuck. Yeah. Like, I don't know, dude. It was trippy, like. I was like, wow. man, now, now I gotta watch it. Watch it, dude. You're gonna a, fucking feel the same way. Hey, you're gonna be like, what I'm the a, fuck? I'm gonna be binging that show. Hey, man, dope is the realest shit ever, and then, bro. Dude, and then they, they, realist. Like, they show those two points of view, and then they'll show the <laughs> point of view of like the people that buy their drugs, like <clears throat> the addicts. Yeah. At least in this episode, they did. Oh, damn, dude. That's some crazy shit. Yeah, man. Shit. Well, there's an epidemic going on right now. Definitely well, there. All over the U.S. It was in like Baltimore. heroin epidemic mostly. Yeah. Like, people are literally dying so at a very fast pace that. The ambulance are having to contract um, cleaning services to go pick up dead bodies, and fuck. people are making millions of dollars doing like with this type of business. Like you literally would, like, That's become a will become an overnight millionaire if you're in Baltimore, if you're overnight in Boston, NYC area. Yeah, in NYC area because people went from taking uh, I don't know what type of pay- I don't know Heroin, the names of fentanyl and. What are the what are the some some of the painkillers from the early two thousands? Some of the painkillers. That's the one that killed Michael Jackson. Yeah, so they went from like I don't I want I don't want because I don't really know the name of the painkillers, but like Neither do I. opioids. I they're opioids, right? Yeah. So they went from one to another to another, and then, gabapentin. And now they yeah. they the government not at the government, but like the pharmaceutical company introduced a new painkiller a few years ago that was supposed to like take take you away from all the other ones, but this one. 
Uh, it's a whole other addiction by itself. It's addiction by itself as well, but like, and, and I wish I knew the fucking name. I had to write it written down, but um, anyway, so this one, like, they, once people, once all the people got into this last one, they raised the price so fast that nobody can afford it anymore. So what's the cheaper alternative? Heroin. Heroin. And dude, and now people are overdosing on heroin. Dude, they're doing that because, at least in the motherfucking show that I think is kind of fake, <laughs> the people were cutting were cutting the heroin with show. with fentanyl, which is one of the dead like deadliest, dead, yeah, not deadliest, man. but like most addictive opiates. And like when you combine it with heroin, yeah, when you combine it with heroin, it like increases its so potency like hardcore. And then it's crazy because the guy like they're like was the guys there chopping up the fucking heroin and shit and like. Cutting it with fentanyl and shit, and then he's like, "Yeah, man, like, if they die, bro, like, if you get a junkie that dies, you you did it, bro. Like, that's what they want, man. Like, once they find out that your shit killed someone, they're gonna keep coming back to you. Hey, back man, to give you, me that killing like, shit. Yeah, man. Like, I love my and I was like, holy shit, that's dark. Like, yeah. holy fuck, that is crazy, man. And this is America. That's like, America yeah. right now. Yeah, that was Baltimore, bro. Like, yeah, it's so shit. sad, man, because a lot of good people, and I'm, I'm probably. I mean, I'm not saying, I don't know how to word this right, but, like, the majority of not all heroin addicts are actually good people. You know, like, they're they're yeah. good. They just fell down a rabbit hole. Yeah, and um, that's yeah, the man, sad part. That's like, very sad. Like, I see people that are, and I can't really know, I don't really know they're hooked on that's, heroin, but, like, I see the people that are asking for money, like, I around f- town. Yeah, for sure. Most and them, I'm like, yeah. that's a good person, dude. Like, that's a really... Except this one fuck that asked me for five bucks, and I was like, you know what, bro? I've seen you in so many places. Sure. <laughs> so I gave, I gave this motherfucker five bucks. He, I was in the gas station. I gave this motherfucker five bucks. How and do you then, look? How do you look? I'll I tell you right now. All I right. gave this motherfucker five bucks, <laughs> and I see, this, I see this fucking asshole go to a car and put five bucks of gas, and I was like, motherfucker, <laughs> shit. Hey, that... I'd rather him spend the money on gas than on crack, Yeah, bro. but, like... <laughs> no, God check it damn. out, dude. Yeah, one day, uh, we were at the Dairy Queen. He, he always stands by the wing stop that's right oh, there's, here. There's and, this like, guy that's opened up shit. a Kickstarter Wait, for his heroin. No, this guy went in, and he's like, Hey, um, I'm only taking 20s and 40s, bro. Like... <laughs> I'm I'm not lying. Like I'm I don't want, I'm not asking for change. If you got a twenty, I'll take a twenty. And I was like, I love my other dude. Like straight up. I, if I had I cash, it. if I cash, I'll probably give you like a dollar or two. I never carry cash. With you me, know, right? it's always like. But he said that. Like I was like, dude, they're That's getting like crazy. they're getting picky. You know, like hey, you're gonna give me money, 20, baby. Give me a 20, twenty or forty, and I'm good. I'll leave. There's no fucking forty dollar bill, bro. What are you talking about? You know what's crazy? Like That's what I would told him. Like um, I don't ca- I don't carry cash uh, the majority of the time. I. You know, use my debit card, credit card for, you know, cryptocurrency. Ninety-five percent of my purchases are, you know, crypto. The mark of the beast. Yeah. Right, but like, I wonder if it took a toll on, on, like homeless people. Yeah, like this the whole homeless. like oh, this shit. last twenty years, like like back in the days, our parents probably just carried cash, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah I so still do. Check like Checks. the golden Check the golden case. era. Checks. The golden era, like if you just wanted to like ask for money, like people, everybody had money. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Give me a dollar. Yeah. Sure. Here. The worst. The yeah. It sucks, man. No. I mean, it's a sad situation. Yeah, because I've I've seen actually former classmates of mine ask for money, and that's, that's gotta be that's one that's of the saddest moments. I'm like, damn. How? I've actually thought of like, damn. Like, if I can take this guy to a DMT experience, like, I'll change his life. And like, I literally thought about that. Like, that's what I, that's what I want like, to get to. Like, slip some DMT in this guy's drink or something, and that's what I wanted to get into, and kind of like. Being able to like heal. By the way, I don't. I didn't. I didn't mean that. Just, just 
Yeah, I, I don't think anybody, anybody took it seriously. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, what I wanted to, like, kind of branch into, like, since we brought it up, is, like, being able to use, like, those natural medicines. Yeah, to, man. To kind of, like, you know, get people out of that darkness. Because a lot of it is, like, psychological, I would say. Well, I mean, obviously, there's, like, a physical component to the addiction. Yeah, that's the, that's the, the hardest part, the physical component. Because um, when you go to, uh, what's up, rehab? Mm-hmm. When you go to rehab, they take you through a process to where they know you're going to come back. And they actually tell you when you go to rehab, not that I've gone to rehab, but like, <laughs> not that I've gone to rehab. by the way, uh, last three years I was in rehab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, this is, this is, um, based on one of my friends that told me, ask you for a friend. Hey. Uh, he said that he was at rehab and they told him that they were prepping him to that when he leaves and comes back, like he's ready to come back. Like he knows how to come back. Man, and he was like, what? You're saying that, I'm going through this for no reason then because I'm going to be back. He's like, no, I actually want to quit. And he was one of the guys that went to, with me to Honduras. Uh, so, yeah, man. That's how, how was Honduras, by the way? What was the purpose behind that trip? Um, so the purpose of the trip was for me to experience um, a full... Um, I wanted to experience Usha Village, which was a village that was founded by Dr. Sebi. And Dr. Sebi was a holistic healer um, that's was curing cancer, was curing AIDS, was curing um, herpes, lupus for the last, like, 40 years. And two years ago, he passed away. And when he passed away, the story is that he was left in... He was he was um, crossing from Honduras to Guatemala, I believe. And right on the border, they stopped him because he had over $10,000 in cash. And they left him in jail to pretty much rot... When there's a whole conspiracy behind that, and I don't want to really get into that. But anyways, so so I start. I ran into, I ran into Dr. Sebi's work because um, I was looking for ways to um, like feel better or feel better. Yeah, and um, I was I was looking for ways to um, just have a better lifestyle, man. Like for, not only for me, but like for my family, my kids, my mom, my dad, like everybody. Just yeah. like it's got to be a better way. And um, I ran into Dr. Sebi, and, his, and, and there was, he actually built a whole clinic in Honduras. And uh, one of my good friends that I met not too long ago uh, had been his student for a few years now. And this friend played for the New Orleans Saints. He was um, an all-pro linebacker, played about seven years for the Saints, I believe, played about two years for the, the Texans, mm-hmm. and about a year for the Jaguars. And this guy broke his back and literally couldn't walk. And um, when he was um, in his hospital bed, one of the nurse told him about Dr. Sebi, right? And he went through this whole process of, like, doing yoga and working with Dr. Sebi So he finally cured himself. Now, if you look at this guy, like, if you look at picture, if you actually look at this guy in person, like, he's freaking ripped, like, yeah, muscular. Sure. Like, he looks like he would have never had a... Um, like an injury like that, or an injury like that, yeah. and um, he was the one that told me about about Doctor Sebi, and he was the one that took me to Honduras with him to have a whole experience of of his clinic, man. So that was like that's kind of like the reason why I went. Besides the fact that I wanted to shoot this documentary. Oh, so you're shooting a documentary? Yeah. So the the whole idea behind this documentary is that there is um, there are more ways. 
like you know how going back to like what we first started about being in the box like yeah, yeah. when you want to heal yourself what do you think about medicine medicine right yeah like you think about medicine doctors and, medicine and if you can't afford to go to the doctor you go to like Walmart and buy like over the counter medicine or yeah. you know mm-hmm. and the whole thing here is that you can actually um, go to uh, so think about it like this so uh, well, I'll ask you guys a question. So, when your dog is sick, what does he do? Eat grass. Eat grass? Does he? Yes. I think so. I see a lot of eat. A lot of dogs eat grass. Yeah. Well, um, from what I know is like when you when you um, when your dog is sick, he stops eating. Oh, okay. Yeah. He oh, literally yeah. stops eating, right? And when somebody is sick, Doctor Sebi's philosophy is like if you're really sick, like whether you have cancer or you have AIDS, like stop eating, like completely stop eating, and um, the crazy thing about Dr. Sebi is that he never went to school, man. He became uh, a doctor by, like, literally reading books and experimenting in his own lab by himself and uh, studying other, other doctors, obviously. So um, the whole philosophy here is that you can heal yourself without having to go to the doctor. And uh, a true story here... Um, is that uh, Keith's mother, the NFL player, my friend that took me to Honduras, his mother was diagnosed with breast cancer a few years ago. And luckily, when they told her that she, was, that she had breast cancer, Keith was in the same room with her. So the doctor comes, right? When the doctor, when the doctor comes in and tells you that you have cancer, like Fuck. their protocol is to tell you that you have cancer. And then step they, right after that, they're going to tell you like chemo, chemo, or radiation, whatever, or these are the treatments that you're going to take, and we got to start tomorrow. We're going to start, like, within the next week. And think about it like this, man. Like, if somebody tells you you have cancer right now, like, you're going to freak out. Like, yeah. Like, oh, shit, like, I'm about I'm to fucking die. I'm yeah. about to die. Like, that's... And you don't have, like, the capability as a, as a human, just because you're emotional, to actually understand that there's other solutions. So you're, you're already put in the box by a doctor. And I'm not trying to bash on any doctor or anything like that, but that's the truth. Like, it's because the technology that came up with it, we've been programmed to believe in that, you know. Yeah. To so believe that that's the solution. That's the solution. And um, the thing that happened with uh, Keith's mother is like, Keith's like, doctor, thank you so much. Give me the paperwork for the blood work and all that. And then he turns to his mom. He's like, you're going to be all right. I'm going to take care of you. They flew to Honduras. Yeah. And... Under Dr. Sebi, she was cured. Holy shit, that's yeah. crazy. So not only was he cured, but she was she was cured, cured a few yeah. years later on her cancer. And then her cancer never came back, man. So this whole philosophy of being in... Um, the, the philosophy is called alkaline. And being in an alkaline state, and your body, in order for your body to be in an alkaline state, you have to eat the right foods and drink the right fluids. And, Detox. Uh, yeah. So especially since, like... Especially since, like, you know, we're accustomed to eating carne asada every weekend. Processed uh, food. Processed foods. Um, don't even get me, don't get me started with. Yeah. Even, like, there's still people that don't know, don't understand that fast food is bad for you. Like, like the way fast food is made, in order, in order for them to be profitable, there's no way they can actually... Use real food. Use real food. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, there's, there's, you, if you pass through any McDonald's right now, it's like there's a line in the drive-thru. And there's for sure. A, people, you know, inside. Buying shit, yeah. yeah. It's cheap, it's fast. Yeah, so. Tastes good. Yeah. Not really McDonald's. McDonald's but like no, shit. but I mean, it, 
Usually fast food tastes good. But I yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like to it's people. all because we've been programmed to believe yeah. that shit's good. Yeah. yeah well, so Whataburger does taste fucking, fucking good. Fucking is fucking good. You can't lie. Yeah, I can't lie about that one. But I haven't. I have, dude. I've I've held myself from eating Whataburger in almost over eight months now. Don't don't Fuck. dive in, bro. Well, Fucking, uh, I'm don't. good, man. I feel great. And the crazy part about the way I feel right now is that I actually feel the same way I felt probably when I was in high school, like 17, 18 years old, like just alert, just happy. Like you know when you're in high school or like when you don't have any responsibilities and you're just fucking chilling and the the only thing you worry about is like how the hell are you going to talk to that girl you want to talk to? Like, things like that. Like, that's yeah, kind of yeah. the way I feel right now. Like, not only do I feel so confident about myself, but I feel so in tune with my thoughts and, like, what I want to do versus, like, what everybody else wants me to do. And, um, yeah, man. Like, so that's that's kind of, like, the just I can't take, ask talk away. Break yeah. about what you're, I think another thing that I've noticed about you since you, like, started to detox and mm-hmm. change your ways of eating is that um, you've been, like you say, you're more in tune. I've yeah. noticed that. And that also, like, the way you reconnect, like, it's kind of like telepathy, bro. Yeah. Like, a couple of weeks ago or days ago, and and it's been a couple of times that where I think about him, and he texts me, like, as soon as I thought oh, about him. Oh, fucking mosquitoes, bro. Or today, uh, or yesterday, when was it? Yesterday, right? He said, what are you up to? I'm like, Yeah. I was like, dude, I was just thinking about it because I got him a gift. Oh, the book. Yeah. You, you the book. Yeah. And I had just got it for him and he fucking texted me. I was like, what the fuck? That's weird, weird. Like, I was just thinking about him and he texted me like a that minute so later, too, dude. Man. That's so, weird. And then there's something else that you were talking about yesterday that, that also puts you in tune. But it's just like, I think when you are that clear. Yeah. I have, and, I have a theory. And your, your have senses become so enlightened with like every single sense out there. Like frequencies yeah. and vibes you know like uh people's mentality you can you can read people real quickly now i guess yeah it, the more the more clear you get the the more detox you get i think the more clear you think so i'll 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 uh, tell a few two stories here one story is on and it, it talks directly about what you're saying right now dr sebi um it's interesting to see that how he um how he learned all this because he didn't go to school right Mm-hmm. And uh, his first, the first time that he ran into like uh, how to cure himself with herbs and stuff like that, he he wasn't. Wait, hold on. What is that? What's going on there? Hold on. Sorry, keep going. I, I, I'm fucking with it over here. But is it is it gonna show or should I wait? Uh, no. I mean, they can still hear you clear. It's just that this thing is. So Dr. Sebi uh, was 290 pounds, obese, overweight. Oh, yeah. He had a ED at 30, at the age of 30. This is, a, this is Dr. Sebi at the age of 30. He had ED, he was overweight, he was obese, he had high blood pressure, he had diabetes, and uh, had arthritis. Sorry, keep going. Is that going to... Sh- Static? No, I stopped already. Not bad. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I'll show. I'll just. I'll just repeat that again in case you have to cut that. Yeah, go ahead. So Doctor Sebi had um, at the age of thirty, he was obese. He had um, arthritis. He had ED, and to have ED at the age of thirty, man, is tough. Um, and had high blood pressure. Yeah. 
So he went to all these doctors in the U.S. He couldn't get, you know, nobody could really help him out. Oh, and he had schizophrenia. He had. What? Yeah, schizophrenia. He had. 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 Yeah. So there's somebody that tells him that he, there's, this, um, there's this curandero in Cuernavaca in Mexico. For him to go over there, and um, the curandero's name is Alfredo Cortez. And he goes to, he flies into Cuernavaca, and he finds uh, Alfredo Cortez, the curandero, and the, and the, the curandero tells him, Sebi, you're, um, you're about to die. If you want to live, you have to stop eating. And he's like, what? Stop eating? Like, you know, like that's... That's if, crazy. Like, like imagine you, like if you're, like if you're listening to right now, like if I, imagine if I tell you right now, like stop eating. And then you're, the body next question is like, for how long? I'm gonna die if I don't yeah, eat. Yeah. yeah. So the typical mentality. Yeah, typical mentality is like I'm gonna die. Like don't you don't you die if you don't eat for a few days? Like no, actually don't. But, um. Anyways, the story is that he did the curandero told him to stop eating for thirty days, and after the thirtieth day, all his symptoms were gone. The schizophrenia was gone. The um, the uh, diabetes was gone. The high blood pressure was gone. He had lost a lot of weight, but there was one problem still. He still had ED. He still couldn't get it up. <laughs> God damn, that's crazy. So he was like, fuck that. I'm going to keep going. I feel great. I'm going to keep going. He, he, he kept fasting. And he still, he kept fasting. And then I, I think at day 52, he was sitting on his bed looking at the sky or and looking up the ceiling. And all of a sudden, like, he had a, a moment. And he got he ended up Bing. getting he had a boner, and yeah, boner he finally got a boner. <laughs> so it took 50, 52 days for him to cleanse out his body. Bonerville, and finally got a boner, and he kept going though. He kept going, and fi- I think at finally day ninety he finally had Holy a meal. Holy shit, that's three months. Yeah, day ninety. What? So at, at day ninety he stopped fasting. So he has he had a meal. Yeah, actually, at David too, his wife was really happy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he said that his wife yeah. was super oh, happy. Oh, she was happy. Yeah, that was Doctor. That's I'm trying to impersonate that Doctor Sebi. <laughs> he's super cool, man. Yeah, if you really if cool. you should like if you're listening to his like just Google Doctor Sebi and like, watch his videos. Doctor C S E B I. Yeah, go down the rabbit hole. Fuck it. Yeah. So and time going back to that story that I was that you're that you were saying, Eric, like. In order for you to be in tune with the world, with the universe, you have to fast because I think that's the only way you can actually connect to, to the universe, to the higher powers. Yeah, you can't have chemicals in your body if you want to be in tune, and that's obviously that's my theory. Um, but I do feel that. And then the other thing is like, how do he get all these downloads? How did he learn about all these herbs and plants? Because according to what I've heard about Doctor Sebi, is that he would say that he would. He, the plants were talking to him and he, they would tell him like hey motherfucker we're eating shrooms yeah like yeah That's he actually like, was into shrooms there you go That's have you guys idea. heard the stories of Carlos Castaneda by the way no who is this person so Carlos Castaneda is uh, kind of like the father of like the psychedelic mu- uh, mushroom movement and he's this I thought he's from the radio yeah <laughs> Carlos Castaneda no he's actually like from I believe he's from Ciudad Juarez, I believe. And then he went to study at UCLA. And then when he was in UCLA, I could be wrong about the school, but somewhere in somewhere in California, um, he wrote his thesis paper on a curandero named Don Juan, right? And Don Juan was from, from Mexico. So supposedly he went to Mexico 
And the reason I use supposedly because there's a lot of theories that he made up all this stuff, which are probably, they're probably not, they're, he probably did go to Don Juan. And he was with Don Juan for like an, exper- an extended period of time, maybe like three to six months. And he wrote his thesis paper for his uh, graduation at UCLA. And then it got published by UCLA like as a formal white paper. And he became an overnight millionaire because it became a book and everybody bought this book. And Don Juan was teaching him how to connect to the to the other side, how to connect to the universe. And from like meditation all the way to using psychedelics, like peyote. And supposedly Carlos Castaneda was like a straight A student, like he would never touch a drug. But when he finally was with Don Juan, this guy's like, you have to smoke this. Like you have to. And because this guy wanted to get an A, he ended up doing like everything that Don Juan told him. So, anyways, there's a book about this. Like, That's actually, crazy. he ended up writing like ten books. But anyways, the reason I found out about Carlos Castañeda and why I bring him up is because when I was in Honduras, I was talking to Dr. Sebi's wife, um, and she was telling me that I should read Carlos Castañeda's books if I want to see how in tune you can get with the universe, because Dr. Sebi introduced him to Carlos Castañeda. And um, Dr. Sebi was known to talk to the plants, like I told you guys, and find out all these like secrets of the universe without having to read a book. So it's interesting to see, man. Yeah, like that's, or like I've definitely in at least in like mushroom psychedelic mushroom lore that I've read like online and stuff like that from like people's experiences or whatever. There's definitely like a lot of people that do refer to like whenever you're in that state of mind under like the mushroom stuff that the the mushrooms themselves that like the plants are like communicating trying to communicate with you yeah i believe that and yeah like i believe that too pretty crazy yeah so going back to like what you're saying eric like if you completely detox from all the chemicals that you've ingested and stored in your body i think you get to a point especially if you're on a, on a plant-based diet like you're just if you're just eating plants like those plants have, like, um, those plants have that genetic code that will allow you to, to have those um, extra sense, senses extra or powers or perception. Or, or, yeah, yeah. You're, you're ingesting their natural powers. Their natural powers. Their natural powers to communicate. You know, because mm-hmm. it's crazy how they communicate. Yeah. You know? Yeah, man. So, and then the other thing is like, which leads me to the, and I'm, I won't talk a lot about this uh, because I want to leave it for the documentary. Yeah. But the main reason that I went to Honduras was to uh, experiment with the duck plant. And the duck plant was a plant that Dr. Sebi discovered 27 years ago. And the whole story was told to me by, her, by his wife, dude. Like, Dr. Sebi's wife was, like, in the garden. And I was walking by. And I didn't know that was a wife. But I stopped and, like, said hi to her, right? And I obviously had my camera on me. And uh, did you get the whole thing? I got the whole oh, thing fuck, on video. Fuck you, watch Amazing. Talk yeah. about connectivity. Yeah, and she um, synchronicity. I asked her like I forgot what I asked her. Like I, I first of all I asked her if I could record her because I felt like awkward recording her. But like you hey, know me, I I like dude. I'm not. Gonna, I don't know when's the next time I'm being here in Dudas. I gotta get as much footage. So For I was sure. like, so I just started like filming and I asked like, hey, can I film you? And then um, I started asking her questions, and from one question to another. She first she told me how they founded the village, because at that time Dr. Sebi had blown up like he was a worldwide star because uh, this is back in '87 or um, I mean do the math 27 years ago how long is it like '89 um, maybe? Oh, it's less. It's like less. more recent. Yeah. It's like 
91. <laughs> All right, let's say let's pretend it's 90. No math, man. I think it's 80, I think it, I think it was 89. Pretty sure it's 91. I think it was found in 1989, if I'm not mistaken. But in 1987, Dr. Sebi uh, beat the Supreme Court. The U.S. Supreme Court, he beat them in a case against him that said, because he was, he was claiming that he was uh, curing people from AIDS, right? And back in the 80s, AIDS was like the main scary tactic, right? Like Magic Johnson had AIDS. Yeah, Magic Johnson had AIDS. So, and there was no cure for AIDS, like quote unquote. And Dr. Sebi was curing all these people from AIDS. And he ran an ad on the New York Times, full page ad saying the cure for AIDS Dr. Sebi and then like he put the phone number there to call him at his New York and LA office that's crazy and his phones just blew up man and then so a day later the uh, the feds come they arrest him alright so they takes the, he takes the that's case all the way crazy. to the Supreme Court and he takes the case all the way to the Supreme Court by himself without a, without a lawyer. lawyer he was his own lawyer that's amazing and uh, pretty much the Supreme Court told him that he needed to bring not only evidence like so, blood blood samples before and after people he've cured from AIDS, but he actually had to bring at least like I think like I forgot the number like ten people to testify, and he ended up bringing over eighty people to testify for him, and he won the case, man. He won the case that he can actually cure AIDS. So after that, in order for him to continue his practice, he had to move out of the country. So he ended up moving to that's him. so fucking crazy. Yeah, like, he moved out. You're he, like you get you gotta get out of here. You gotta cure. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so he moved to Honduras That's where crazy. nobody could touch Evil, him. Evil, bro. Evil. And he grew up in Honduras. He was native to, to Honduras. And uh, he um, started his um, started this village called Usha Village with this lady that I'm talking with this day. Yeah. Like the, that day that, that, day that, that you recorded. That day that, that I was recording in the garden, like this lady was telling me, told me this story that I just told you guys. And then goes on to, to talk about how they discovered the duck plant. And the duck plant, <clears throat> and I guess I'll, I'll share this part because uh, I wanted to leave a lot of stuff for the documentary. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, but the story is that he would go out to the mountains. He would drive for like two hours, right? And there's this, there's this rich area of herbs in Honduras. And there's this mountain, right, where it's rich of herbs. Like wild. Wild herbs. Like they're just naturally born. They're naturally born there. And um, he goes and drives this two hours with his, um, at the time they were just boyfriend, girlfriend, I think. Or something like that, and they would drive together, and they go up the um, they go up the mountain, and he's like just picking up all these herbs that he's gonna, take, he's gonna bring back to the lab, and in the distance he sees this tree with all these beautiful flowers coming out of the tree, and he's like, "What are those?" You know, he's like, "What are those? What are those?" And he goes up to him, and he literally plucks all the flowers out, and he's like, "I'm gonna take these back to the lab. I'm gonna test them out." Like, they, and if you see the duck plant, man, like it looks like a, like its own species. It looks like an animal. It looks like, looks like a duck. Looks right? crazy. I don't yeah, know. you got it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful. Like it's alien. a beautiful flower. It looks like I like an the alien colors. Flower. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty cool, man. You should make yeah. a T-shirt out of it. Yeah, I was thinking that. I'm, uh, I got to talk to Sketch tomorrow for that. Sketch, if you listen to this, uh, you should have already been done in the future. With the, yeah, you should have already been done with the design, bro. Let's get it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, they um, they get all these herbs and they have in the back. They have in the back seat, uh, full of herbs and. They're driving back to the village, and it's a two-hour drive back. And as they're driving back, this guy, Dr. Sebi, is driving, jamming out, and he looks back at the at the flowers at the duck plant, and he's just like, ah, let me eat one, All right? And so happens. he, yeah, so as he's driving, he's just chewing on one, kind of like you know, like a, like they're potato chips, 
and he's like one, he's two, and he keeps driving, and then like all of a sudden, like, I mean, and the thug pan gives you a reaction where it starts purging your whole body through sweating, through throwing up, anywhere in which way fluids can come out, like they'll come out. So he starts purging while he's driving, and this guy's one of the healthiest persons in the world, like. Um, and he's like freak. He's not freaking out because he's like he knows he's healthy. But the the girlfriend at the time starts freaking out, like what's going on? So, anyways, they end up discovering they end up discovering the duck plant through this experience, this drive back to uh, to back Misha to village. village yeah. yeah. So I have all this on video, and that'll be part of the documentary. And I got to experience the duck plant. I actually ingested the, the duck plant. What's What's the timeline looking like for your documentary? Do you know, like more or less? <clears throat> So I have two timelines. The, there's the low-budget version timeline, which is me. Low-budget productions. Low-budget productions. Like, just me putting it out to the world without any, like, finances. Uh, and the reason I need finances is just to, like, be able to spend more time editing, hiring the right uh, uh, person to help me edit, like, just color grading and uh, music, sound, sound scoring, and all these little things, marketing the actual movie. Um, so I have two timelines. I have the short timeline, which is low budget, which would be when in the next 30 days it should be out. Um, or if I get some type of funding, um, it should be six months. Dope. Yeah. So let's hope it's a six-month one. <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah, no, that definitely. super interesting, though. Well, you know what's interesting, though? I woke up yesterday morning from... Uh, I had an Instagram message from from somebody that saw one of my posts from Musha Village, and he's like, hey, man, you should look up Nipsey Hussle. Oh shit! And I was like, "Who's Nipsey?" I had no idea who Nipsey Hussle is. I, I, yeah, I'm not into the whole game, the hip hop game. Do you yeah. know? Do you know Nipsey Hussle is or no? No, nah, man. Yes, I no? don't. Okay, so at least I don't feel as bad anymore. But uh, so Nipsey Hussle is like a rapper. He's a um, hip hop artist, and he's actually doing a documentary on Dr. Sebi. Oh shit! That's crazy. Yeah, he takes his products, he takes his herbs, and he's doing a documentary. So I was like, damn, it's crazy that we're doing it at the same time. But I'm, my story is more on, it's on Dr. Sebi, but it's not focused on just Dr. Sebi. Because I really feel like to do a documentary on Dr. Sebi, you really have to have the resources and have the time to do it right. Because A lot of history. Yeah, it's a lot of history and you got to have the right, you just got to have the right story, man. You got to do the right research. Gotta, and, it got, it's got to come together right, you know. Yeah, I, I would. It would suck for me to do like a documentary on Dr. Sebi and like not put the come effort off. into it. Yeah, just like a, yeah. Hey. Some yeah, bullshit. so I'm my story is more based on my path to just feeling like a human, <laughs> a natural born human. Yeah, me just feeling because I went through a time where I didn't feel good. You know, I just didn't feel healthy. I didn't feel um, at peace. I had a lot of anxiety, stress, and uh, I was taking prescription drugs, sinus problems, sinus problems. You know, so that was my my journey is more based on that and what what led me to being in the middle of the jungle in Honduras when everybody in my family is like, well, are you fucking crazy? Every, like all the I had a few of my business partners like like I didn't beg him to go with me, but I was like I told him like 10 times to go, you know, like, dude, like, like you should dude, come. You got to go. Dude, you got to go. You got to go. And nobody made the trip with me. And I'm here flying by myself, traveling to Honduras. And if you look at Honduras and what's like in the papers and the news like people are 
Afraid you know, of going. Afraid of going to Honduras, man. So Yeah, you just hear about like the Salvatrucha and all Salvatruchas the gangs. Salvatruchas and all the gangs. And yeah, man. So it's dangerous. Poverty. And uh, I didn't experience any of that, by the way. I had a, a fucking amazing experience. So I'll be talking about that in the documentary as well. Like the fact that it's not as bad as you think. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you're in Chicago, you might, you might be. It might uh, be a little worse. It might be a little bit worse, man. A lot worse. So, yeah, that's kind of like the gist of it. I don't want to get too deep too into. Yeah, man, don't into the documentary. But um, when when it's when it's out, I'll definitely want to come back again and talk Plug about it. it. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't have a name for it though. I do need a name? Meditation, man. Meditate and create. Damn, I don't know. I don't want to come up with it on the show and have someone else steal it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, now nah, it'd be cool, like if somebody, um, dude. I, one thing I feel the the way I feel by about ideas nowadays is like, if you have an idea, put it out, put it out to the world, and if somebody else does it, like great. But, um. Well, what, what I wanted to say was like, if you don't do it, Somebody like shame else. on you, right? You know, yeah. I I hate the fact that like I used to be like this, and I, I used to hate my. Now I hate myself for being this. Like, oh, I had that idea, like, and they did it. It's like, like shit, why didn't you do it? Why didn't I do it? Right? Yeah. Like, goddamn, like I'm still like that. Yeah, I'm so, <laughs> still like that, bro. Fuck. But yeah, you if you have an that. idea, uh, just go do it. Like I had this idea about this documentary. And I don't like I don't like I went like literally like I'm like I don't have money to do this documentary but I'm doing it. <laughs> like, you know it. what I mean? I don't have the money that you a studio has, it. but I believe in it. And I felt that was the next chapter for me as far as like a personal passion project that I wanted to do because I've always had like a passion project that I'm doing, and this was the next one. Creation, so, bro. Yeah, and it and it felt so aligned with me because. This is really what I'm going through, man. Like, I really want... You're living it. Yeah, dude. And I'll tell you one one quick thing that is going to come out in the documentary. Um, when I actually ingested the duck plant, because you eat it, like, you harvest the plant, um, you know, from the trees. And the, the these trees are in the mountains. They're not like, they're not like you know, there's no, like, garden here, like, close by. Like, you have to travel into the mountain. You harvest the plant. And you try to ingest it within the first three hours that you harvested the plant. You don't want to let it, like, die out. It has to be alive. It has to be alive. And um, so when I ingested the plant, um, you eat it raw, like, just straight, straight. You know, it's like if you imagine just picking out a flower from the garden and you just eat it, right? That's the way, that's the way it is. And um, as soon as I finished eating the plant, bro, shit you not. I look to the right side. Oh. There's a window. There's a window by the by, in my room. You projectile vomited out of the window. It's Mexican shit. Yeah, Mexican shit. No, that was like 20 minutes later. But, <laughs> um, there's two beautiful red birds singing in my window, man. And it was like, dude, I literally got goosebumps when I saw this. I was like, wow. And I was like, let me re- let me film this. Like that's the first thing I thought. Like let me film this because I want to make sure I get it on camera. And I got to I get I got to film the birds singing. I saw that. And uh, and then they just flew away. And uh, it for me I felt like You're I felt right this path. assurance that I was like in the right hands. Mm-hmm. And I almost felt that it was a uh, Tia Mela, rest in peace, and grandma. my grandma. Yeah, probably like, man. Yeah, I, I think because. When you were recording your videos and you were snapping or uh, Instagramming about it, yeah, you had posted that those birds would show up to your room mm-hmm. like every so often, right? Yeah. And then yesterday when you showed me the preview of that video, 
yeah. I saw the two birds and and it was weird because as soon as he took it, like he turns the camera and they're on the, in the freaking window, and they're like right there, like cool man. I was like, dude, that's a that's a total freaking sign, bro. Yeah, like, that's just like yes. you're in the right place at the right time for yeah. sure. So synchronicity, man. Yeah, that was a. Uh, that was like uh, so that, that at that moment I, I knew I was about to go into war <laughs> with a plan but like I hope you had a toilet nearby or something yeah like so a, you like ruined buckets. the whole day buckets and toilets but um, I won't get into the details of that but like it is some <laughs> I do feel like the plant is like me personally I feel like it's an alien species or an alien type of plant that it was brought like it, dude. That, that was brought here by a different like a, it's like on a, your Instagram, right? Yeah, it's, if you go to my Instagram, you can see the plant. It looks fucking crazy. Um, it looks very exotic as fuck, man. Yeah, it, never seen it before either. But the crazy very part psychedelic is psychedelic looking. Right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was brought here by a, another civilization, man. Like that was meant for healing. That's also what it does. It heals you. Atlantis, or I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. The the I don't know, man. It's just like it's just different. So the protagonist of the movie is the plant, the duck plant. The duck plant. Yeah, I was definitely. going back to like the clarity and the sixth sense shit that you get. When I was reading the Yogananda autobiography of Yogi, Yogi book, like a lot of the shit that he's experiencing, like the, right now, because you just started, right? So it takes years of eating like this and, and living that lifestyle that I get to, I think you get to this heightened sense Mm-hmm. Ability, yeah, that you're so connected to everything that's around you and the nature and like telepathy and all that stuff that you get to that point where he's getting to. It's crazy because in that book you hear a lot of those stories of how he can like just think about something and boom it manifests or he's able to communicate with people who had died, you know, like his guru and how and Jesus, you know, talks about a lot of those stories too. You know, like how. They're able to, you know, like he's alive, but in the spirit world. And it's crazy. If you, I think if you're that clear and, you know, clear with all your thoughts, clear with your, your food, then you're able to see more clearly in every single direction. Perhaps that may be the case. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of it is something inherent, like that may perhaps come from, like, the gene pool that our ancestors were born in. Because if you think about it, like, the native tribes of, like, Mexico and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they, they always had their shamans that would, like, walk in the dream world, all right? And, like, walk through their dreams and communicate with the spiritual side. And so, like, I mean, generations back, I'm sure our ancestors would... Like, I'm not saying, like, they were that, but, like... They're pre like predisposed to doing that shit, so I feel like it's been passed on like in the lineage, like I don't know, like or at least that like you have some of that DNA, still yeah, yeah, you. and so we're maybe like a little bit more in tune with it as opposed to like other people of like different, you know, like racial composition or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. That's just another theory. Yeah. You missed out on that, Jeff, because you went to the restroom. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> no, I was just saying that, no. like, uh, maybe because of, like, well, I mean, uh, in the gene pool of, like, our ancestry, because mm-hmm. um, obviously, like, they're probably some of, like, the native tribes of Mexico and stuff like that, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And those those native tribes always had like the shamans like that would walk through dreams and like communicate to the spiritual side and stuff like that. So I'm saying that like maybe that's why a lot of us or people in like that descend from that those types of genes are mm-hmm. more predominantly like what do you call it like kind of inherently have that like extra sensory perception those abilities those yeah. types of abilities like psychic abilities yeah and stuff like that or like they're just more prone to like the supernatural and stuff like that and to awaken well, one yeah. of the things that you gotta reconnect those like my next goal um, for me is like being so clean and as as pure as possible when it comes to like my body my physical body right my physical form to where I'm able to, and this is obviously all in theory, right? Because you never know. But yeah, like just to be as in, in tune as possible to maybe reach that level, like being able to communicate with with God, you know, where it's like, is like a, a, not necessarily, necessarily a scientific approach, but as close as possible to a scientific approach to it. Where like, if this, these are the steps you want to, if you want to talk to God, like, you know, stop eating meat. I'm not, and I'm not trying to preach right now, but like, yeah, like that's just your own. Stop eating meat. Stop pathway. drinking milk. You know, all these things, and try to clean your body, detox your body, drink water, fast for you know x amount of days, and you know, see what happens. Like, I want to take that approach to it, and that that could be you know another documentary. It probably open up, opens up the natural Wi-Fi lines to God. Yeah, man, that's what <laughs> I was thinking. Like, definitely. <laughs> One of the things that... How do you communicate with other people like without having to be like next to them? Like Wi-Fi. Uh, one of the Natural things that, that I Natural took away Wi-Fi. from like my experimentation with psychedelics is that almost kind of in the same lines that you're talking about, but like I feel like it's the voice of God or source or whatever you want to call it or the that entity like is constantly always there speaking through everything that's around you. Mm-hmm. You just have to learn how to like quiet your insight to be able to like perceive all these signs the communication yeah, yeah. so you can understand the communication yeah and, the, and like once like, I'm not saying I'm like fucking enlightened or whatever the fuck but like I feel like once I like I understood that concept or like I, I felt like I oh shit like that's true in myself like I've I felt like a, a lot of the shit that I've been trying to like get to is just like boom being aligned like here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I perceive it in my mind's eye and like, mm-hmm. it's like coming into me. Like, obviously it was like me putting in work to, but like, it's also like that with like putting in the work behind it. Yeah. But yeah, like, I feel like it's just the answer that you're looking for is constantly there. You just have yeah. to have that state of mind to be able to take a step back and like really like quiet down like your mind to like perceive where the outside signs are coming in from and being in that heightened state of like um when you're like under the influence of psychedelics and stuff like it, it's turned on like to a million and like yeah. one of the very first experiences that i had like there was this whole telepathy thing going on and it was so fucking crazy like wow. cause we were it was actually probably like maybe the second time that I, we had taken lsd and it was me and a group of friends and we're hanging out and at one of uh, one of our friends' houses actually with Justin. And um, so we're sitting down and we take it and we're like, okay, like just kind of waiting for it to kick in. 
and um and um so we're we're sitting there and for some reason the, uh Justin had a laptop that was in like on the floor I think we were going to play music that's what we were doing and like we just turned the laptop on and opened it and some fucking like random ass music was playing but like let's say like it was a Windows PC right mm-hmm. and so if you imagine like an old like Windows Vista cuz I think it was back, like 2012, perhaps 2013. Like <laughs> <laughs> the Windows PC. No, nah, but I haven't seen the Windows PC in a long time. By the way, they just came out with that new Surface and it looks pretty nice. I have it. <laughs> Fuck you. I want it. Nah, but um. Work. So we're sitting around the fucking. We're sitting around the laptop and we open it, we turn it on, and we're gonna like we're about to try to like play music, but there's music already coming out of it, and it's like the most fucking like random like old school song like Beach Boys or some shit like that like and some you guys, fucking you guys were on LSD yeah and wow. like we, 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 like it was fucking crazy because we were just like on the home like desktop screen of the laptop like nothing there was no program open like I don't even think it was like connected to the Wi-Fi or anything like that and like music was just fucking playing out of nowhere and we all wow. freaked out because there was no programs open on the laptop and like we all looked around at each other like are you guys fucking hearing this shit like what the fuck and so it was just yeah like some I can't remember if it was like some, a Beach Boys song or something like that but it sounded like, like it was Beach that Boys. like some weird old school surfer like 50s song and shit and we freaked out and we were like I don't fucking know so we just closed the laptop and then it stopped and like we were talking 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 and then I remember looking up and I was like holy shit we're not talking but I can hear everyone what the fuck like you guys were talking in we, your minds. Yeah, exactly. Like, we weren't moving, like, we weren't making noises with our mouth, but, like, we were <laughs> fucking, fucking trippy. You can dude, hear each other. It was so tripped out, bro. Like, it was and, weird. And everybody felt the same? I mean, yeah. I, I, I want to say so unless I'm projecting my own experience onto other people. You know what I mean? Because there's yeah. always that, like, caveat to, to the whole <clears> psychedelic <throat> experience. Is like, is it happening, 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 or is it only happening in your mind? Is it your imagination? And, yeah, like, and then if is, is it your imagination and then you're just throwing your projections onto like other people. But I want, I would like to say that it was a shared experience. Cause I, I, I remember being like, Oh shit. And when I realized that that was happening, I looked up and I looked around and everyone looked up at the same time and looked around at each other. <laughs> and we all just started cracking up cause it was fucking crazy. Right. That's crazy. That's and then crazy. like, are you sure it was LSD bro? A hundred percent dude. And like somebody, so somebody's listening right now has never taken LSD. Like, do you recommend it and like, or what are you, what do you, what would you say to somebody that's never taken LSD? Cause it's very important that. I don't know, man. I, I, around that era or I, I call it an epoch cause it was a little bit like of an era that happened here, at least specifically in Laredo within my realm of friends and people that I knew in my yeah. age group. It was definitely like we started experimenting with it and then like it, just all of a sudden, everybody else was doing what, it. What was it like? A liquid? Is a tab? No, it, it was in a, it was on a paper tab. So like the LSD was on on a tab, and yeah. you just put the tab on your tongue, dissolves whatever after a yeah. while, and then boom. You're Were you guys testing it, or was it like just like trust, distrust, trust? We're just like fuck it, let's go. All right, great. Yeah, I mean, I, the reason I'm asking is because I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are like listening to this. Like, oh shit, like, LSD is fucking wild. Yeah, and it's uh, not as wild as you think, bro. Like as soon as you feel like. Well, when, I mean, when the switch turns on, you're like, what? Like, this is what it is? Like, holy shit, I don't feel like... Because you're not, you're not going to fucking see, like, 
random shit. Like you're not gonna like okay, like you're not gonna hallucinate like clowns and crazy shit or I don't know you know like whatever so, yeah. people so think acid it is. and LSD are different shit or no that's the same thing yeah, it's just acid, like acid, acid is, is like the street, street name for it yeah. but but anyways yeah. what I would say to someone that if you're interested in it then it'll probably come to you somehow some way and it's gonna be up to your judgment at that point whether you want to experience that or not if you're not interested in it then it probably will never come to you and that's cool no, that's, that's kind of how it works yeah I still feel like sometimes, I mean, this depends on who you hang out with. Like, like I, I think about my kids, right? And I'm like, damn, like, uh, I just wish my kids, like, if they're, they're ever presented with, like, LSD, like, I just hope they're in the right setting. And For sure. And it's and, not to say um, that. They that call you, me and they're like, hey, dad, like, what do you think? Or- what do you think I should do? And then I should, you know, I'll advise them what to do. But I just think that it's, it is something that's super powerful. A hundred percent. And not to be taken lightly. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of like just the only message that I wanted to get out because I feel the exact same we, way about we it. We talk about like if if you're not into if you're if you're going like so me for so for example like if somebody's going through like a hard time if they're struggling with a big problem like uh, whether it's emotionally or psychologically they're just not happy for some reason yeah. like don't even touch it like don't touch it because it could really turn out and it could be really like yeah the the, bad for the, the thing about that is though is that like i wouldn't say don't touch it per se but like if be in the right scenario yeah definitely have someone that has already experienced it and you really 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 trust yeah if you're going to like cuz it's it's a good way to like hash out with your demons and shit like to yeah. face yourself and overcome like your yourself and stuff like well, that. One of like my a, friends and great like internal I reflection. I won't mention his name, but uh, one of our friends took psychedelics once, and he was in Japan in the club. Oh yeah, I know the story. You know the story. Yeah, and he was in a club in Japan, and um, when the psychedelics hit him, and I forget it was LSD or mushrooms. I think it was mushrooms. Yeah, I think it was mushrooms. So he started like seeing everybody on the dance floor. This is a big nightclub in, in Japan, right? He started seeing all these people that were on the dance floor in the club. They started looking like demons, like actual demons. Like their faces were morphed into demons, and they were like jumping and praising the devil and, and Satan. And uh, he freaked out, man. And he's in Japan, right? Like, you know, somewhere where he's not, he's not some safe. super foreign like super foreign place man like, like fucking different ass culture yeah. and shit like yeah yeah for sure so he freaks out and eventually they throw him out of the club no he couldn't find a way out oh he couldn't find a way like, out for a long time he couldn't get the fuck out that's terrible and then that's he, one of the most terrible feelings ever like he couldn't find the exit bro and then finally he oh got out God. tell the rest of the story tell the story alright so Eric, Eric will tell it better so he gets out of the club, finally, right? But he, he took forever to get out. So he's freaking out. So by the time he gets out, he walks to the nearest train, dude, and go to go back to the base. But he runs into this guy who, like, a homeless guy. And he perceives him as God. Like, oh, shit, that's crazy. A conversation with God, right? He had like a the longest conversation with God. I don't know. If, did he go eat breakfast? With so him the, yeah. Or? So you missed that part. Like yeah. when he got kicked out of the club or got out of the club finally, um, he was without his wallet. He didn't have any money, and he didn't Fuck. know how to he didn't know how to get home. So he was like, "All right, the only way I can get home is if I get to a train station." 
Mm-hmm. Like the train will take me home and then I can walk. Where I'll get off closer and I'll walk to my to my house. And he shows up to the train station and he doesn't have any money. And he's just there like, damn, like, should I beg or what? Like, So then finally a homeless person comes to him, a black man in Japan, That's which so is crazy. homeless, yeah. comes to him. He's like, hey, I'll buy you a coffee and I'll pay for your train ride. So he has this whole long conversation with this man about life. And um, that was his night, though. But, like, it could be... But you see, like, how... This is the... Psychedelics, bro, they're not to be taken lightly like that. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're definitely... And so I feel like that was, like, the other side. Like, oh, you're going to do this shit, like, as a party, like, drug and shit? Mm Mm-mm, bro. I'm going to fucking bring your ass out. And then so, like, that's the, the whole spiritual side, like, intervening... Or, like, the spiritual realm, like, intervening and then, boom, just yanking you out. And then, like, being like, all right, here's where you're supposed to be. Yeah. So, but, but, but again, like, there's a thing to it. Like, it, it's weird, man. Like, it, like for those of y'all that haven't experienced it. All right, it, just give the audience three tips or three, uh, uh, like, let's, let's, give them th- let's give them something that, that they can take home if they ever run into the situation where they have to take the pill, the red pill or the blue pill. <laughs> LSD's three tips coming up soon. Fuck, I don't know what, what, what to tell you. Like other than okay, first tip would be yeah, take a small dose. Yeah, small dose, right? Don't you don't want to? And like it's like first time you drink alcohol, like don't fucking get you know, fucking drunk. Don't yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, second thing is, um, do it in a clean area when I mean clean is like if you're gonna do it like in your house like clean your house before you do it you don't want to mess <laughs> because then you're gonna trip out and clean your house either way but whatever yeah <laughs> no I think um, from what I from what I heard this I've heard from people um, <laughs> is that when there's like a mess in your uh, area what do you call that yeah your, like your surroundings your surroundings yeah. it creates like this loop in your brain where you can't get out of like that mess and it just messes with your thoughts yeah so you have to clean your area it's got to smell nice and everything kind of like has a hundred times more effect on you so let's say there's like let's let's say there's like don't uh, watch tv that's for fucking sure yeah Dude, fuck, man. Also, you know what's so crazy? <laughs> I've, I've heard people say that they actually turn off their cell phones because... We... Oh, my God, dude. The frequencies are... Yeah, that yeah. just reminded me of something. I'll tell you right now. Man. Well, if somebody texts you... Like, let's say let's say you have a girlfriend and they text you like, what are you doing? Like, you should be with me right now. Like, you're going to go on that trip. Like, oh, Bro. shit. Like, so you need to clean out all communication. So you should actually be... Um, with somebody you trust that's not under the influence... Like a kind of like a a guy designated, designated driver. <laughs> oh, they call him trip sitters, actually. Yeah, like a trip sitter. A it's, trip sitter. It's hilarious that you're saying all these things. It's like I'm gonna make a shirt. Says my first time. Actually, did it on like, the opposite. We're a hundred percent the opposite of all of this. <laughs> <laughs> all of us were on yeah, LSD. We were like outside in the woods and shit. Mm. Like, well, they say being out of nature is probably the best one. Yeah, that, that but, was pretty cool. But nature is different, man, because it's not nature. Once you realize how beautiful nature is like it's probably a gift understanding that yeah for sure so but like if you're in a room let me, let's let say me. you're a teenager and you never clean your room and yeah. you take it 
Because you never know who's going to listen to this. And that's yeah, why I'm sure. That's no, why yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, out, yeah, yeah. I'm, not exactly. trying, I'm not trying to be like the dad here, but. No, I feel I am you. The, like, I am a dad. The, what you're saying, there's a, like a lot to it, 100%. And the people that haven't done it won't get it. And the people that have done it are going to be like, yeah, you're right, 100%. But I just wanted to go back to the the whole cell phone thing real quick. Yeah. Because that really fucked with me. That same time that I was telling you about earlier the with laptop. like the laptop and the telepathy and shit. So I had put my phone on airplane mode, right? And on airplane mode, you don't like can't receive messages. There's no cell phone signal, nothing like that. Yeah. Okay. This is the fucking. This is how crazy intense your brain works, and like how powerful your vibes get when you're in that elevated state. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, boom! I was in the trip. I was in the trip, and then I had a thought. At the time, I was with this girl, right? And I had a thought about this girl, and I was like, "Oh snap! I wonder what she's doing." And I went like down that like rabbit hole bit, mm-hmm. and then I felt my phone vibrate, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So I looked, and she messaged me, right? And I'm like, guys, what the fuck? Look, look at this shit. And like the, the airplane mode sign is on my phone. And then it's like text, 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 text. Wow. And I was like, I, I, don't, like, I just looked at it. And I was like, I don't fucking know. I'm just going to put it down. Your Whatever. frequency was open. Dude, yeah. like crazy. Like, Telepathy, that was the telepathic frequency. Yeah, like to a person that wasn't phone. even the same like, like physical vicinity Josh. as me. It goes back to that fucking Ouija board story you guys were talking about that uh, with. Uh, oh yeah, oh, it man, goes. I don't mess with the Ouija board. No, man. no, That's but crazy. no, no. It, it's very similar though in the sense that uh, the 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 messages went into Justin's phone. Yeah, just being pushed and, by like vibes, and they were fucking. That phone was off, right? Yeah, Justin had a fucking flip phone. A, a flip, flip phone, phone at the bro. time. He had a this flip was phone. Like two years ago, and <laughs> no, it was more it was like three no, summer twenty seventeen. It was more like four years Dude, ago. I'm actually tempted to going back to a flip phone, by the way, and we'll talk about that later. But you have a badass phone. All right, yeah. I have a quick story before That's we move on. Go on, go on, go on. Today, right? I was listening to some shit on YouTube when I was driving. I do my drive side commuter. Listen to fucking conspiracy shit, right? Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, I was listening to that Fifth Avenue shit on on that I was gonna tell you about earlier, right? Um, we'll, we'll get into that right. Wait, wait, no, we'll real, real quickly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, I was listening to that shit, right? And all of a sudden, my fucking uh, the phone just changes video. Like on the middle of the video, I was like, like what but the fuck? Not, that's happened to me too. Right? I was like, dude, I didn't, I didn't, I'm pretty sure I didn't press any buttons right there. I fucking fuck hate it. that when that happens. But then it, the weird thing about it is that my fucking, my, my stereo dude, it just shut down. My stereo shut down, right? So I was like, what the fuck? Like the CD, everything, like, you know, I still have CD in my fucking Mustang. <laughs> so, like, I took out the CD, see if I could, like, get that fucking... Get just to play off, like, yeah. something, right? Like, yeah. And, and I was, no, no quiere entrar, no quiere... Like, it wouldn't go in, it wouldn't go out. I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, this is fucking weird. The screen on, on my... on my uh, it's like, it's like the a car radio. It's like a 5x5. Five five. It's pretty huge. And I, I couldn't see anything. Everything was black. Oh, shit. That's crazy. I took out the CD and have the Jay Zilla record, right? So I put it back in there. And it turns on, but none of the other shit works. Only the CD player. So you're like, fuck it, I guess. Dude, I'm not. I'm shit you not. This this is before I called Jeff because I, I had I had a cancellation. So I'm like, you know what, dude? Let me call Jeff. Oh, is that before you pulled up earlier today? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was like, dude, um, I got. I was like, you know what? What if? You know how the technology that the phones have now, like the, the right now, they can listen to our conversation, right? Probably are right now. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like they have that. They have that capability. I was like, why do these fuckers don't want me to watch that video, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Because yeah. I was all into that shit. This is some new, this is some QAnon shit, right? So I was like, oh shit. That's so crazy. I was like, what the fuck? What are the chances that my fucking stereo can be turned off? Because it's, it's, uh, 
you know they give you that capability now that they can track your fucking car, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And when they when I bought the car, they told me, "Do you want that GPS shit service for free? Like, I'm uh, not for free. Do you want to pay for it? It's 350 bucks, but we can like do the whole North Star shit and yeah. you know tracking yeah, shit, all shit and all that. Yeah. Like, if they steal your car, we know what the fuck it is. I was like, nah, fuck no, I don't want that shit. But I mean, it's just a button. Like, if you want it, it's just they, they turn on the button or whatever the fuck, you yeah. know? Yeah. I'm on that Eddie Bravo shit right now. <laughs> you are, bro. Well, if so, you see, Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg covers all his cameras and his audio from his laptops. Yeah, me too. My fucking so, camera's not covered. So, so check fuck. it out, dude. Check They're it out. watching you. They're watching let me, you. Let me tell you the fuck fucking you climax, say. Eddie Bravo shit. No, look. So, I'm like, I'm getting off my car, and I'm like, why is this shit? Let me turn off the car and turn it back on. <laughs> And it doesn't fucking work, way. And the video doesn't want to play anymore. Like, it's just, it's playing something else. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, guys, if you're listening to me, I'm just fucking with you. I'm not into this shit. I'm, I'm about peace. And I said it out loud. I was like, if you're listening to this shit, shit in our way, the fucking stereo starts to work right after that. Damn. I was like, I love Mare. What the fuck? What so are the chances? What are the chances of that happening? Like, I'm on That's some crazy, Eddie Bravo bro. shit right now. Dude, like, I swear to God. One of the one of the craziest things that happened when we were on LSD, uh, besides the whole telepathy thing, that was fucking wild. But like, I think we we're, were standing outside one of our friends' house and we were like tripping badass, whatever. And then I got the idea. I was like, dude, let's go watch TV, see what happens, right? And he was like, fuck no, I bet you we'll go inside, we'll turn the TV on, and there's gonna be some fucking crazy conspiracy shit. And I was like, no, dude, why the fuck would they play that? They never play those things anymore. Fucking sure enough, we go inside, we just turn on the TV, first thing that comes out, like some travel channel documentary of like some conspiracy about 9-11 or something <laughs> like that. And we're like, God damn it. So we just fucking turn that shit off. We're like, nah, never mind. Fuck that. Who said uh-huh. that though? I think it was Picasso. He was like, dude, oh. no, we're going to go inside and this is exactly what's going to happen. And it's wow. exactly what happened. And I was like, fuck. All right. I guess. You probably like, knew all the programming. Right? <laughs> Checked it beforehand. 9-30. Yeah. But, 9-11 conspiracies. Back to like giving tips for people that are ex- interested in psychedelics. I would say... Um, I would say try, if, you can, if you can test it, that'd be great. I, I would say don't take it lightly. Um, be prepared to <laughs> like see. have questions after. And when you go back to try it again, try meditating on it. Yeah. Like, like when, when I say meditating on it, I say like take it and then just start meditating and see what happens. And also just... Um, it's because I can't just give three tips. There's so many. Yeah, like you need to do a ten tips and then make a shirt. Well, the main thing is like just be safe, man. <laughs> just don't forget who you Stay are. Stay safe and like if um, actually if you don't know if it's uh, fine who you are. Yeah, if you don't or know, don't forget yeah. who you are. If you don't know it's yeah. LSD or not, like don't take it. I mean, I know you, you Josh, you are like savage and you're like fuck it, let's take it. But like, if you don't know, it's like. Well, I mean, it gave me the experience. I yeah. assumed that it was LSD. I hope yeah. it wasn't crack. That would have been fucking hilarious. I yeah. think crack, bro. <laughs> I <laughs> fucking doubt it was crack. It was, it was like LSD, man. It was a bit crack. Nah, you know, you know. But I wouldn't tell you, I wouldn't be able I to tell the difference say, because I don't think I've ever had something that wasn't. There's actually a channel on YouTube called Psychic, Psychic uh, Pharmacopoeia. Substance. Oh, okay, never mind. Something like that. Pharmacopoeia. Psychic Substance or some, some, something with substance. It's not that Vice guy? Nah. The something something Hamilton? from Macopia. Yeah, Hamilton's from No, this is another guy. This guy's like a low budget type of guy. And um Does he cover his face? No, <laughs> he just says like this is dope. Before every video, he's like, This is only meant for educational purposes. Word. Like we're not we're not doctors or anything, we're not giving you advice. So 
So yeah, we should probably say that right now. This is only for educational purposes, guys. Yeah, fuck, like, like whatever. No. Like, I'm not condoning psychedelics or whatever. Not but at all. Me either. I've never done anything. Like, didn't uh, Kid Cudi just come out with Joe Rogan talking about psychedelics? Dude, like, I gotta watch. Nah, it. it wasn't just like it's an old ass video. That's like, oh, I saw I saw it recently. Not yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's one of the more popular ones. But dude, yeah. that, do you want to? Okay, so right now I Rogan's wanna, wanna on the episode like. 1,113, 14, somewhere around that. That episode was like 390-something. Whoa. Oh, shit. So that was way Light back. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. We got to bring Kid Cudi into your show, bro. Dude, that'd be fucking amazing. Yeah. I'm Eddie, sure he Eddie Bravo, cool too. Dude, Eddie nah, Bravo. Eddie Bravo going to fucking rant. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Earth is flat. I would Earth let him. Flat. I would let him. I'd be like, yeah, dude, talk your shit, bro. I just want to hear him. Like, I would love to debate Eddie Bravo. I would just like, I would probably just, I would probably have a lot of fun with Did it. Did you know that, that he probably uh, crushed me though? He he'll has, probably kill he, you. He, he watches like every every conspiracy video and he's, studies. He'll that just shit. choke you out, bro. He'll probably fucking, say you're fucking CIA, <laughs> bro. Where do you get your knees? CNN, CNN, bro. Look into it, bro. Nah, but they're um, this flat and you're falling off, motherfucker. You know, <laughs> you know what was fucking crazy. On the last the last episode, remember how I told you that um or I don't know if I was telling you, I think I was telling you, but I was like, fuck. I tweeted out like at Joe Rogan, he didn't fucking respond or probably never even saw it. But I was like, bro, like make a fight companion and with like Eddie and Brendan Schaub and all this shit. And that was like during the week last week. And then my friend messaged me like the on Saturday last Saturday, like, bro, like you made it happen. Look. And he sent me a post and he was like Fight Companion on Saturday or whatever with like Eddie Bravo and Brendan Schaub and shit. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, badass. Like, finally, it's wow. been a while. And wow. like, so I, I watched it and it was weird, way. It was What does weird, a Fight Companion weird. mean, by the way? Oh, a Fight Companion is like a, a show. It's a podcast. that It's like a specific podcast that they do, that Rogan does. And so he'll have on like different people. And what they do is they just watch fights and like talk about the fights. And just oh, hang cool, out. cool, yeah. Like, they literally just hang out, watch the fights, like, smoke weed, drink, and chill. Yeah, supposedly, like, Joe Rogan smokes a lot of weed right before yeah. the show, right? Yeah, or during, during the show. During the during show, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. I, I he did it part. with Alex Jones, like, oh, badass. <laughs> Alex <laughs> Jones was smoking weed? <laughs> Alex Jones was smoking weed. They got him to smoke weed. You have to watch that fucking episode. That's, a, that's actually that's your number one episode. Yeah, it is. That's the number one episode of Joe Rogan. Dude, I, I It's so funny that I, I always say I'm going to watch it, but I never watch it. Watch it, bro. It's watch it, bro. It's crazy. Ass. You're going to like be three like, hours long, man. Yeah, dude. Well, this podcast is going to be about that length. Yeah. But, but, uh, but it's us. Man. It's us. So I can I can listen to my own voice. That's how egotistical. Yeah, but like, um, fuck, I lost my train of thought again. Oh, okay. So on that last fight companion, I was like, all right, when is Eddie going to pop out the conspiracies? Because he always does, right? Like, he's fucking Eddie. <laughs> And dude, it's so weird because he brings shit. He'll bring. He brought up QAnon. Uh-huh. He was like, "Oh, dude, you guys know about QAnon, all this shit." And then Rogan was just like, "Oh yeah, all right, cool." And then he would just change the subject, like just leave it at that. Like, Rogan? Yeah, like he would just like cut him off, leave it at that, like whatever, and like try to like divert attention from it. And I was like, "You caught on to it?" I was like, "What the fuck?" And I told my friends, I was like, "Dude." Have you guys noticed like this? And they're like, we're not, I'm not, one of them was like, I'm not there yet because we're like in a group chat. Like, I'm not there yet. And then later on, like, was like messaging me like, dude, he 100% like just dismisses what he's saying. Wow. And I was like, what? Like, it might be that the fact that they're, um, they're doing that whole fight companion. Yeah. That they want to make sure they, yeah, they yeah. Stick but with it. he's never done that before on a fight companion. That's what I'm saying. Like, Eddie's brought up like different conspiracies on it and they'll mm. go dive into it and like wow. they'll talk about random stuff and shit. And this time he was just like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, cool. Wow. Like, I was like, 
I gotta the check it fuck? out. It was weird. That one I watched for sure. But you want to f- like, it's like three hours or so. So like, if you if you really want to watch it, like you gotta, if you want to watch that part, it's more of like the two hour and fifty minute mark or something like that. So, yeah, like wow. if you just want to fast forward through it and see that part. It's weird. I want to see the one with uh, Alex Jones. For that sure. one is the best, dude. It's fucking crazy because like. Everyone thinks that Alex Jones is crazy, right? And he says a bunch of crazy shit. Yeah. On this episode, he says a bunch of crazy shit. And as he's saying it, they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's, all right, stop. Let's, let's, let's Google that. They fact check. Boom. Shit. Fact check. Motherfucker was right. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Well, supposedly, like, Alex Jones, like, the, like 95% of his stuff is, like, legit. legit like, yeah. the 5% that's, like, the UFO stuff is, like, eh, come on, bro. Like, but he hardly ever talks about UFOs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, but like that people shit, use yeah. that, yeah, to as like, like, feel like the same as a credible, yeah. yeah, credible source. But yeah, man, you you know, talking about UFOs, I saw some UFO shit the other day. Damn, is this the one that you were telling me about? Yeah, the one I put it on fucking Twitter, but I couldn't get a good video. On yeah, it. I was like, oh the yeah, videos, there's hey, and I, I'm not the only guy who saw it. So Claudia, my wife, and yeah. the, Isabella, my and Eric was asleep, but Isabella, me, and Claudia, we saw it, dude. Wow, it was crazy. We saw like at that least, was in Naruto? No, it was, was on the way to Eagle Pass. Yeah, on, the way. on oh, shit. highway. What is it? Eighty three, eighty three north, eighty three north. Yeah. Wow. We saw like I saw actually One shooting star Which I thought Was a shooting star Like oh badass A shooting star They make a wish You know like Fucking all fantasy shit Yeah It was red Beautiful red I was like Damn that's a badass Shooting star Never seen one That's just red And then right after that And it was pretty big Like Like it was Pretty huge Like you could see it Like clearly Like a, like a flare But a huge Like far in the Fucking atmosphere Wow And then after that I saw three more I was like Like falling Trailing each other. I was like, what the fuck? Three more? Like, back to back to back? It might be some meteor shower, right? Yeah. And then after that, like, five minutes later, there's, like, tons of stars, like, flickering and moving, like, little fucking bees in the sky, like, Damn. and, uh, like, hovering over each other, and, like, it, they were flashing, like, in the horizon, but like, it was far away, and I was telling Clyde, can you see that shit? I'm not the only one seeing this shit. Like, no, I can see it. Like, and then it's like, look, Dad, over here on the side, too. So we were all watching, dude, for like... You're driving? Drive. We were driving. It's late at night, dark. Damn. Like, it was like 9.30, I think. And we were tripping balls, dude, for like 30 minutes. Like, we couldn't figure that out. I was like, there's got to be some government shit that they're working on. Like, yeah. because there was tons Especially of fucking stars, bro. It was, it was on the west. So going to Eagle Pass, if you look to the west, it should be like around the El Paso area. Yeah, but it was crazy, man. It was like I was like I don't know what it is, but it could be some fucking unidentified fucking flying objects. Yeah, I mean, you don't know what the fuck it is, you know. Like, UFO. It could be UFOs, UFO, fucking like. government shit where it might because it, it was tons, bro. Like I'm talking about like a good fifteen or twenty. That's crazy. And they were all flickering, but they were tiny little stars like fucking flickering. Well, there came out a report where uh, this guy from Alaska, Alaska Airlines and I forgot the other line, two different. Flights and two different pilots um, saw a UFO not too long ago, probably about three, four weeks ago, and they reported the exact same thing. And you know how everything's recorded, like from a pilot, mm-hmm. and um, they saw it around the same area. So West Texas or like no, it's already. I think it was in Arizona, which is the west side of the yeah, states. But it was a UFO, and um, the the crazy thing is that it was two different pilots that reported it. 
and they both saw it. They reported the exact same thing on the wrong same same time, and they were like in the same route. You know how it's like, but it's different airlines flying to the same destinations. Yeah. Like you know, when you fl- take a flight from LA to let's say New York, and there's like five of the, five five flights, but there's like three airlines that fly. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, but it was like flights going through Arizona. I don't know where the pilots were going to, um, but it was a commercial airline, so everything's recorded in the black box. Crazy. Yeah. Um, and the crazy thing, right before. Like an hour later, when everything died down and we couldn't see shit, mm-hmm. four other of the red ones came on and they were like floating at the same time. Where I was like, Damn. "What the fuck?" <laughs> like I had never seen a UFO like that, or UFOs like that. I was like, and this is right after the whole uh, Syrian bombing, dude. Wow. Or be- right before or after? I can't remember exactly, but it was during that yeah. little. It was just like a few weeks ago. That's sad, bro. That's the whole Syria bombing is sad. Yes, sir. Um, Bit of sea, pinches, GFOs. Syria bombings. Oh, she's stuck, man. Yeah, Josh, but... God damn, Demi. We saw a bunch of crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I remember you told me the story, like, like the, the, the next day, day I, we saw each other. That like, same weekend that I got back. I yeah, think. yeah. Like I think we were well, here. Well, if you uh, Google, you were in your room. If you day. Google uh, Laredo UFOs, I actually uploaded a video a few years ago that that has tons of views, and it was a video that I took away from. You know how the Laredo Airport has uh, high end cameras to record, like you know, the airport and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. So back when I worked at the airport, there was a UFO sighting, and. Um, the, one of the cops that was there was a good friend. Well, all the cops were good friends of mine. But one of the cops gave me access to the videos, and I uploaded one of those videos to my YouTube channel. And this is like an, a YouTube channel that I own, that I don't really use. And that video got tons of views. It's just if you just put Laredo UFOs, that's the first video that comes up. Oh shit! I could probably find it right yeah, now. Yeah, find it right now. Let me see. Yeah. Too bad none of y'all can see. But this. you got it in the airport. Yeah. I got it from the airport cameras. Yeah. Wow. It's a real UFO, man. You see it like it's there, and it just disappears, and it comes back and disappears. Yeah, man, it's oh, crazy. Fuck, here, man. Like the radar's known for UFOs. Yeah, do you know that there's actually an episode of a documentary on Netflix that talks about a UFO here from the seventies? Yeah, in the radar. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking Dude. crazy. I forgot which one, but uh, when I met with Laredo's Danny, got history, bro. Laredo's got some. Laredo somehow's involved in every fucking <laughs> conspiracy. Every conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, El Chapo. He was hanging out at the Mall Norte. Anyway, Kianan, we Laredo. <laughs> hey, tell me more about the that triple six Fifth Avenue, whatever. Oh yeah, it's just I mean I don't know too much about it because the fucking video Did broke down. Working? Yeah, but it, he was the guy was saying clues and shit about six 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 Fifth Avenue yeah. being sold to some random people. I don't know what the fuck, but it, there's actually if you look at the, look at the Google pictures of that video of that building, it has the six 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 in the fucking building, right? Yeah. And I was like, let me go into Google Maps and let me look for this shit. And then Saleh, 666, and I was like, oh, shit. It's crazy. Like, it, the building has 666, all that crap. But then they were showing a pentagram, how it aligns with five other points in New York, that building yeah. specific. And then one of those is owned by, like, the top families. All of those are owned by the top families in the country. I think one is Trump Plaza. One is, uh, fuck, I think they said George Soros. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, George Soros, and another one or by the Rockefellers oh, shit, I found it. and the Rothschilds and all that shit. Is it? Is it by me? 
Yeah. What does it say? What's the channel name? Digital Republic. Oh, that one. Oh, shit. Conspiracy Laredo. Yeah, Digital Republic. Shout out. Is that... Is that dot in the sky? That's it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I missed the movement. Hold on. Let me back up real quick. Yeah, I'll, post, I'll post the link there, I guess. Yeah, so I'll post the link. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, man. That was fucking crazy. And these cameras are like... Let me see it, Josh. They're, like, they're kind of like the security cameras, but they're like high-end security cameras, so they can... They can capture good stuff. Not it's not gonna be like a regular, you know, professional camera. But yeah, but like still, like it's pretty. That's pretty wild. It just jumped from one fucking part of the sky to the next. Yeah, dude. Um, shit. I was gonna bring something up and I forgot what. Oh well, fuck it. Yeah. Is the one just hovering? Yeah. Is that light in it? Boom! Watch right now, dude. It's gonna just vanish. Boom! It's on the other side. Holy shit. I know, <laughs> fucking crazy! Holy shit! Did anyone ever post that LBJ ghost onto YouTube? A what? The LBJ, LBJ. ghost? No. From uh, the the video from the security footage? The one no, that's actually I know the guy that has that footage. Dude, we need to get it and post it. Crazy. That footage will go viral for sure, dude. Yeah. So. Yeah, guys, but like I was talking about the six six shit. Just go look at QAnon or just put six 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 Fifth Avenue, and you'll probably get a good video and a lot of good videos on that shit. And it just it talks about all the families that are involved in that crap. How they so it's crazy. it might be CIA based too. Yeah. And underground tra- tunnels all between those fucking buildings. Oh shit. Now I remember what I was gonna bring yeah. up. So on that Tinfo uh Tinfo Hat podcast, they had this one Sam time. Tripoli. Yeah, with Sam. Uh they had uh Bobby Lee's brother on, Steve Lee. You know Bobby Lee, the comedian, the Korean guy? He's come out in Chingos and movies. That's like the Asian guy in the background and shit. But anyways, mm-hmm. he has a brother, right? And uh, he came onto the show, and he was talking some shit about uh, in downtown LA, I think, or Hollywood, like in the theater where they host the Oscars every year and shit. Yeah. Like around there, there's so much like symbols like used, like Freemason symbols and like Illuminati symbols and shit, like in the buildings themselves and shit. Mm-hmm. And he tells this story on that episode where he was going to like the subway there because he lives close by there. So he's going to like a subway that's like kind of on that same block. And um, so he's there at the subway and like some random like homeless dude just fucking goes crazy for no reason inside and like starts throwing chairs around and like causing this crazy commotion. And he's like, what the fuck? And so the cops come and like they, they handcuff him and everything. And as that's happening... Some other, like, random, like, person just goes in and, like, he starts talking to Steve and he tells him, like, oh, Steve is like, dude, you missed it. Like, some of the craziest shit just happened right now. This guy just fucking went nuts and started throwing shit around and, like, like chairs and shit. And he was like, that the guy he's talking to, the one that walked in the store after Steve, was like, damn, man, I'm not surprised, dude. Like, this whole place, man, it just has, like, a crazy, weird vibe to it dude like this is in LA by the way yeah this is in LA like in downtown oh but you whenever you go back you should go it's uh it's where they host the Oscars yeah I know where that's at and right across from it is the Jimmy Kimmel building I think I don't know well well, that's what he was saying I don't know either because I've never been there but I'm gonna go but anyway so he's the guy tells him, like, yeah, man, I'm not surprised, bro. This area has, like, some weird vibe to it. Like, you haven't noticed? It look does at all have the, that weird vibe. Look at all the fucking symbols on the on the buildings and shit. And, like, and the guy tells him, like, that he ran in, like, this random homeless guy was saying that what, he found, like, a network of, like, secret tunnels and shit that had, like, some 
weird like symbols on it, and I don't know what the fuck. Like under those buildings, oh, like it's not like a secret entrance somewhere. Damn. And, yeah, I don't know. I was like, what? Like I want to go check this place out, see what it's like. Yeah, I believe that, but I wouldn't want to be like the one that discovers it. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I want to go and just see like what the fuck they're talking about like what symbols you know what I mean like I could yeah. probably just Google the the buildings and look at it right but I want to yeah. go there like the same way that I want to go to the the pyramids of Egypt yeah what's the one destination that you guys would want to go to like Egypt buck, top of your bucket list Egypt mm-hmm. pyramids or what yeah just all the the pyramids of Egypt the fucking ah, fuck I forgot what it was called it's the Sphinx. Yeah, well, the, the Sphinx, the Giza. three pyramids, the three pyramids of Giza. Then there's like this other place that's like outside. It's kind of like a not a temple, but oh, fuck, man, I forgot. I I used to know the name like so long because I was so like into it. But definitely Egypt, just to kind of like go and check that shit out. Like, yeah, look at the hieroglyphs and all that shit. I don't know, just get a feel for that area, man. Like, just you know, like I feel like it's just like. part of the movies, yeah. I don't. I want to go mean? to Machu Picchu. Machu, Machu Picchu. Picchu, fuck yeah, fucking yeah. Pablo went. I want to go there and all, all the Egypt ones. And, I want to. I want to go Mexico. to like all the pyramids all on the planet. That's the thing. Like yeah, me too. Yeah. All the ones in Central and South America. All the like all the ones in North America. Well, you heard about the pyramids in Laredo, right? There's no fucking pyramids in Laredo. Yeah, wait. They call them the tacos. Two guys found the pyramids in Laredo. We should make one. <laughs> in the border. I always wanted to live in the pyramid, man. So, yeah. Maybe one of these days we'll have a pyramid in Laredo. Well, one of my uh, projects that I um, made, one of my science projects when I was a kid was a, was a pyramid. And I was like wild by pyramids since then. Pyramids are amazing, bro. Yeah. There's... Pablo was on some shit on the last episode we were talking about. He was on like some other shit that I have yet to bring up on any other episode. Now that I think about it. But thinking back now to what he was saying, so there's like these ley lines or whatever, right, that are like the mm-hmm. the energy that flows around the planet. And yeah. on like each, where a lot of them meet, there's always like some sort of like ancient structure there. Wow. Like so, there's there's one like in the pyramids of Giza. There's another one like in Stonehenge. There's some in like well, Machu Picchu. Is, like if you think about it, it's like up in like seventeen thousand feet of elevation. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy, man. Yeah, that is. Like, hey, let's try to make the what's the hardest way we can build the pyramid on a fucking mountaintop <laughs> plateau, whatever. Let's do it there. Yeah, and like the that place for the Hopi Indians build like their thing into the mountains. Like that's another one and shit. And we'll, what Palo was saying... What Indians are they? Hopi. The Hopi, Hopi Indians. Yeah. Where is that in the US? Yeah. It's like in the Southwest region. Like, not Arizona, but like Phoenix. Sedona? Phoenix is in Arizona. Yeah, Sedona and shit like that. I want to go to Sedona. That's Actually, in Arizona, right? Arizona, yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's like in yeah. the desert. Well, there's an area in Sedona where there's a vortex. I want to go there. Oh, the one that with the fucking crazy house and shit? Right? I don't know about the crazy house. What where you can it? like throw something downhill and it rolls backwards. Well, I don't know about that, but like, yeah, I'm probably sure that happens there. I know, I know, there's a vortex in Sedona because there's like these uh, trees that are that are in spiral form oh. in this area. So you know when the tree like grows straight up, yeah. You, well, when there's pattern. a vortex energy field, the tree doesn't grow straight up. It, it goes, follows. It goes yeah. in a spiral. 
Yeah, so if you look at the trees from a distance, they're in, they're in that spiral, that natural spiral, that natural energy of the universe. That's trippy. So I want to go there. Supposedly the Beatles had a breakthrough there before they started their music. Yeah, yeah the, five, the Fibonacci effect spiral. Yeah. yeah. So Fibonacci interesting. sequence. Uh, and so, yeah, like what... So according to the theories, all the structures on those like vortexes of the ley lines and stuff... Mm-hmm. Um, they all resonate. Like, there's a way that we're supposed to activate them. I for, I don't even know how, but like, they project like this protective, like, what's known as a merkaba, or kind of like a protective aura around the planet wow. for when the whole like magnetic poles shift and like cause all this crazy shit. Like, we're supposed to figure absorb out, it. Yeah, like figure out how to like work those to like save ourselves from that shit. Wow. So I don't know. It's like it's it's a lot of I crazy believe shit it. Out there. I believe it. That's the thing that we believe in, right? Like, yeah, it makes cosmic sense. energy. Like, yeah, I don't completely understand it, but it does make somewhat sense. Yeah. Probably has something to do with like electromagnetic, like fluid dynamics or some shit. I don't know. It's a whole e MC squared. <laughs> e equals MC squared. I'm sure Einstein would have already figured it out if he wouldn't have gotten assassinated. <laughs> in Laredo, <laughs> in La Posada, well, bro. In La Posada. You guys know the story about? Do you guys know about Einstein coming to Laredo, right? Oh my Let's god! See. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know that Nikola Tesla used to have a, a testing facility in Laredo. Yeah, he did, right? He had yeah. a what? A testing facility Get in Laredo. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> no, he didn't. I'm playing. That's not real. But no, there's another story about Tesla, though. You guys know that one about the time that he uh, went to Palenque. <laughs> You're a pirata. He was actually the one that created the pirata. No? Actually, he sent it up into the moon, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Who's the most famous person that ever came to Dorito? Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump, right? Donald Trump came to Dorito. Came in yeah. a fucking airplane, bro. Oh shit! He came what like three years ago, four years ago. Before people, he came over, people were going crazy for Donald Trump, man. Like you they were, remember? they were like it was the kind funny of. part. Of, dude, the funny part about like Donald Trump coming to Laredo, like everybody hated him on social media, but like when he came to Laredo, like everybody, everybody, was, everybody was like trying to take a picture. Hey, of he him. was there, hey bro, he was there. Hey, I saw him, bro. bro I shook his hand, bro. I shook bro. his hand. He told me I, I was fired, bro. Yeah. I saw his cat, bro, from close up, bro. It's fucking real, bro. And his hair too, bro. <laughs> he looked into my eyes, bro, and he said, "You're fired." Hombre, bro, lo invité a la carne asada, bro. No vino el vato. I don't know, bro. It's too... Said Donald Trump. If you had a... Um, you have the opportunity to hang out with Donald Trump or Obama, who would you hang out with? DT. Shit, I, don't I don't know, know man. It came down to the wire? It came down to the wire. Either or. You can hang out, you, you can hang out with him all day. I'll hang out with Obama and, like... But... I'd want to hang out with Obama and be invisible and like a thing where like I can't be touched or seen or anything and just see like what's really going on. Yeah. That'd be cool, man. Just that be would like be fucking a, cool. You know what I mean? Like the real, right, deal. So the real shit. What do you do when you're not like being seen by yeah. nobody? Uh, yeah. He just goes home and like plays video games and shit. <laughs> Some regular <laughs> shit. Like Obama. He has a fucking like a... He's actually a nerd. Acronym name and shit. Yeah. He's a nerd and he's like into novels and shit. He reads like all the Harry Potter books. That would be awesome if he wasn't like some evil person. Yeah. Dude, I'm so like, I'm so balls deep into conspiracies that I'm like, 
Is he evil or not? Not that he's evil, but that who's he's more evil? Donald Trump or Obama? They're the same. Mm, I don't know, bro. They both feel. Like I feel like Obama's just like kind of ignorant, dumb. Like he just has no evil in him, but he's just. No, it's because the way that like I I went on I went on some shit. I feel like Obama's like. It just that's the, but that's the persona they want you to think. Like I went on at some the shit, inside, bro. Inside, the thing they, they gotta be more evil. At the suggestion of I forgot who, in one of those podcasts that I was listening to, they were talking. They brought up this girl named Kathy O'Brien. So I was like, all right, let me look up this shit. Boom. So Kathy O'Brien is this girl that, in the early '90s, late '80s, was testifying. Like, wrote a book about it and shit called. Um, Trance in America or in America under trance, some shit like that. But she was saying that she was like, she grew up being sexually abused by her parents and shit like that. And like the parents, uh, there was like generations of like abuse to them and like incest and shit like that. So Damn. she grew up like being like molested raped and, shit. and all this shit by her dad. And then the like her dad would send out like child porn to people and shit and the government caught on to that and so they went to that guy's house and they were like hey like give us your daughter or whatever or, or like we'll charge you with all this shit and so they he was like alright this so is a conspiracy he, though right no like this chick goes and tells this story like I can oh, find shit. the YouTube video and send it to you that's crazy is it part of QAnon too like some, no no, no. Okay. this is something else is this some Bill Cosby type of shit no this is like some like everyone in the high level government is like brainwashed at an early age by being like abused sexually, psychologically, and shit like oh, that. That's what I'm so they, they inflict yeah. they inflict like mind control on them and like MK Ultra and all this shit. And so this guy that used to work for the CIA, um, like somehow ends up like getting her out of all that shit. And this lady is like, "Yeah, like senora, bro, like fucking, like maybe like thirties, early thirties, mid thirties, late thirties, and she has a daughter." And her daughter was also born into that type of shit because she was in that system. But right around... Oh, she was like 30-something, actually, because she says it in the interview that I was watching that she had turned 30, so they were getting ready to, like, kill her because they usually kill, like, those, like, puppets that they use around that age because, yeah, they're, like, too old to, like, fuck and all this shit, right? Because they're into, like, younger, like, kids and, like, young and shit. So... That's crazy. Yeah. Man. Everyone listening to this shit, like, if you want to pause it right now, pause it and go look to YouTube, Kathy O'Brien. And it's a fucking trip if it's real. I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyways, so it's them, right? The old. And dude. she came to Laredo. <laughs> she came to Laredo and she held a meeting. No, she didn't. <laughs> but um. La uh, Loga. She talks to you like about all that shit. Like she was like, uh, they would mind control her by like doing all these weird like rituals and shit, bro. Like she went to a Catholic private school and shit, and in there like. All most of the people that were in there were being were living yeah, under that lifestyle, like being abused imagine. and like they were being like sub subjected to mind control. She talked about this one ritual that they did where like they did like the Holy Communion and then later on they did like the, the communion but backwards or some weird shit like that. And it was called like the ritual of silence or some shit. Yeah. And she was saying that like her inner voice in her mind after that ritual, like it wasn't there anymore, like she didn't have, like, her own voice. Like, she would just regurgitate whatever, like, her handlers would tell her to do. And she was in charge of, like, delivering messages to, like, high-level politicians or, like, 
high level drug dealers or high level like uh, people in the entertainment business and they would like give her a message and like perform some sort of abuse and shit and they would like hack her mind with like these cues that they would teach her mind subconsciously and so like let's say they would give her a message like you're gonna go to like this person you're gonna give them this message that like whatever right and then doing that they would give do them like a specific like series of like she said either hand gestures or like words that would activate that and whenever they would do that to her her like she would shut off as a person and then like a robot she would just repeat that message even in like trying to like copy the person's voice that would tell her like shit like that yeah like fucking robotic way wow like crazy and the guy that ends up rescuing her like he starts off this the video like talking right and he's like uh, he was in the CIA ex-CIA and when it was ONI Office of Naval Intelligence and all that other shit and they started to mess around with MKUltra and he was he's saying I genuinely thought that like we were doing it for like the right reasons or like just to gather data and like expand on this shit but he says that it comes from like Nazi studies that they were doing that shit to like other people I don't know bro it was such a fucking crazy trip but my point being is that like that type of shit is still going on and like that's they were saying that essentially like a lot of the presidents and the people that are in the higher up like political game and shit they're controlled by the the shadow government and shit or the deep state like that like mind fucked into like you're gonna do this for me and shit like that and like wow yeah, so that's that's why I'm saying like, I would like to see like what, what the real really yeah like what a real day in the normal life of Obama is and like if you look up on YouTube, there's weird like we think uh, Trump will win again the presidency. No, I don't know. Not if Kanye runs, Kanye will probably win. Wow, or maybe The Rock and Oprah. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think The Rock The Rock will will run. Who knows, bro? You never know, right? If, if he comes. runs, I would vote for him. Why the fuck not? Yeah. That's all for Joe Rogan for no reason. I just can't imagine my president like wearing the fucking underwear, you know, like just like little underwear with boots. Con el toro, toro. What about uh, let's talk about uh, radio politics real quick? Pete Sainz is gonna run against La Guardiola. Get out of here. Yeah. La Guardiola is gonna run. Yeah, bro. She announced her candidacy like not that long ago. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I I said that I was like, fuck it. why not see what happens? Yeah, let's see. Let's see how how Lorena real changes. real versus fake. Yeah, right. Wait, which is which? The thing is, like, like Susie was gave me a hard time because La um, Gordiloca was like asking for money for a song. Oh yeah, the, the GoFundMe and shit. GoFundMe, and I I donated twenty bucks. I was like, all right, cool. I, I support artists. Like, and I see her as an artist. Like, she's like a journalist reporter that has more views and. Cajunez and yeah. and traditional KBTV media is dying out as fuck. Like she has more views than like all these media outlets in the radio have, like all combined. Like it's crazy, and she um, obviously doesn't doesn't um, she's not a great role model for my kids or anything like that. So that's the only thing that like yeah, kind of sucks. But like it just for me like somebody that's like doing it by themselves is like means a lot, you know. Yeah, I think she has the right intentions, even though she's. Like, you want to say, uh, very vulgar and yeah, very vulgar, very untraditional. Spoken. Like, she's just the real hood girl, you know, like somebody. Yeah. She's a real hood, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Real and, yeah. and what about hood rap? Like, yeah, no, yeah. no, but like you know how not hood rap. Like, like we know, hood, like, I, you know, we know people like that. And, yeah, for sure. And that, but they don't promote themselves like that on yeah. face media. Um, she's on, like on Facebook. So, I was gonna say face media, <laughs> social media. But uh, yeah, she's she comes too, off man. real as it can be. Honestly, I've never ever ever like. Cool. Not that I don't watch fuck with any her. of her videos. Dude. I don't watch any of them. Yeah, Never well, seen. I'm any. telling you, watch one. Just watch one, dude. Like you're gonna laugh because the way she talks, like she's she'll make fun. She'll like really ridicule people. Like she's she's like a Donald Trump, dude. Like she'll make fun of people. Yeah. <laughs> but like not in front of their face, but like she'll like say, like hey, behind the camera, right? Like like yeah, and then she'll be like like let's say like last time she was um, recording like there was like a bomb threat something like that in the parking lot. And there was this guy like uh, passing with a car that was like half, like two of the windows were broken. And she like, she says something like, "Mira, este güey quiere que le caigan de quebrar las ventanas." <laughs> like kind of like making fun of the car that yeah, yeah, the, like, the windows were broken and shattered. Yeah, like, and this guy out here like throwing bomb threats. Yeah, so like little things. She says like little things like that that are just kind of like they're very condescending, but. Uh, I don't know It's just entertainment At the end of the day But she's running for mayor dude So it's interesting to see What's gonna happen Yeah I can't believe I, I, I didn't know that Yeah That's crazy So Anyways Is that the end of the show or no? I don't, I don't know It could be if you wanted to uh, I gotta run Yeah 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 we, we this is run. I think we run all Yeah we went through all the topics right We did yeah Through most of the shit we wanted to cover mm-hmm. But uh, I, I was gonna say one last thing about That mm-hmm whole crazy thing I was talking about man Go I break. totally forgot so you won't. the Kathy O'Brien yeah that that rabbit hole well uh, one thing I wanted to mention real quick is that back in the 60s I mean just back in the days before this I think because cause the internet started like in 1994 man so a lot of traditions and and things that were happening before in the internet era because you think about the internet in 94 bro like that's only like, you know, twenty four years ago, right? But did they do the math right? Yeah. So we've only had the internet for the last twenty four years, and even within that, like information has really only existed the last like ten years, where you can access almost any information. So like, back in the days, man, people were getting away with like literally murder. Yeah, hundred percent. Like politicians, all the way from politicians to like. Uh, anybody it was yeah, just like, like people were people, people were people. yeah people were mean man like people were actually like like doing crazy shit to other people man so yeah I think times have changed man so I do be- sorry yeah I do believe um, in the Kathy O'Brien thing I mean I, I mean I would have to look into it to like get get a final verdict it's a fucking crazy story man but I don't know I hope I I Fucking would like to believe that it's not real. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be fucking great. But if it's real, that's fucking scary as fuck. And we just we just had off together. Yeah. Just um. And on that note, like, I haven't chosen the song to play at the end yet. So the song you're gonna hear at the end of this podcast is was gonna be selected after this podcast was finished. Yeah, <laughs> that should be a jam. Peace out, peace out, people. Stay love. Yeah, love. be awake. <laughs> all yeah, love. G- yeah, guys. So thanks for if you if you stuck with us all the way through. Thanks. Uh, yeah, definitely. Really you're a warrior. It. You're a real warrior. Yeah, love you guys. Lo- love all the audience. Thanks for all the 
like listen plays and stuff. Like, share it. If you find a small, if you find like a topic that you like, cut it up and put it up online. Oh, um, the next time that you come back on, well, I, we kind of did like the whole let's give away shit. Oh yeah, let's do that. But no one really like followed the rules, so. Yeah, well, what we can do is, uh, I think what we got to do next time is, like, Let's announce it at the video. start. Or we can announce it, or we should do a video, but yeah. announce it at the start of the podcast. True. That way, that way, like, they know that they have yeah, to wait. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, because yeah. last time we kind of, like, announced Just it at the it. end. Yeah, like we're doing right now. Yeah, so. <laughs> now, all right, so, well, well, thank you, guys. And, uh, like I said, the music you're going to hear at the end of this, I'm going to select it later because it's fucking late, and uh, we all got a jet. Yeah. So. Aliens on the border. Peace out. It's a fucking rap. Peace. Anybody?